And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. It is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports, Glenn Stretch Smith. Today, helping me fly this baby is Garrett Ross. And unfortunately, Tom, a little bit under the weather right now. We're going to send him our our best, send him a few uh, a few high notes and send him a few prayers. Uh, hope Hoping, Garrett, that he gets better soon. But you know what? I know he would only want us to kind of forge forward here, and that's exactly what we're going to do with game time. We got a full show today. 3.30, we'll talk to Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman. Uh, 3.45, we'll speak with Brian Woods, who's a commissioner of the Spring League, an interesting developmental league that partnered with uh, Fox Sports. Uh, their championship game is being played tonight over in Orlando, Florida. We'll have him at 3.45. At 4.30, we'll talk to Kevin Lundquist of Sikkim Sports, talking a little bit of uh, – Recruiting, Garrett. Tomorrow is recruiting day at 5 o'clock. We'll speak with Joe Trahan. And as always, our 3 o'clock hour is sponsored by CNC Collision Center. Uh, before we even get started, I want to make sure all of our listeners have a way to get in touch with us. You can contact us on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254 662 1660. Or you can call us if you want at the walk ons. Sports Bistro listener line, 254-662-1660. As always, we welcome your calls, your text. You got any feedback? You got a you got a difference of opinion? You want to come on and share it with us? That's why we're here. That's why we do Sports Talk Radio. Let's get into it. Garrett Ross, how are you today, buddy? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. How's uh I, and I, I normally Tom says this, so I'm gonna I, I'm I'm doing this on his behalf. Give us the give us the flat bill update of the day. I'm keeping it simple today, Stretch. I'm just rolling with my Austin FC hat, uh, the black hat with the the green Austin FC logo on the front. So that's how I'm rolling today. <laughs> hey, it's always good to know Garrett has got his flat bill on. We got to have the flat <laughs> bill update. It's something that has just become accustomed to what we do. And, and, and what we're all about here. You know, Garrett, I, I, uh, as we kind of start to think about all that we got to talk about today, we've got obviously one of the biggest days in college football is tomorrow, uh, signing day. We, we all know that, you know, every young man, when he starts out playing the game, he, he, he wants to have that opportunity to sign that national letter of intent to, uh, you know, to attend that college and, I know that's a it, it's a big day, and it's a big day for a lot of people who, who who follow college recruiting, and that's including you. No, it really is, and it's kind of turned into like a a show more to say over the past few years. Um, it was a really interesting year with with uh, as far as teams trying to balance out how they're going to do the recruits with all these players entering the transfer portal, but 
Yeah, so ba Baylor's already got a class coming together. They had one commit earlier, Cam Bonner. He's a receiver. Um, so it's going to be interesting to talk with Kevin Lundquist and get his perspective on some of these other guys coming into Baylor, like Jordan Jenkins, a running back from Lindell, and how he's going to fit into this new system with these other young backs like Quayla Jones and Tay McWilliams. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big time right now. Yeah, big time and, and understanding really, you know, it's all about players. It's all about – it's, it's all about having those guys and being able to put those recruiting classes together. I think it's interesting, too, what you said. I mean, how teams now are going to go to balance these recruiting classes. You can still only have, uh, I believe it's 85 on scholarship. So you've got to be able to know that some of these guys, from an eligibility standpoint, are going to get another year after what you know we've been through with this pandemic, how we've had to um, – you know, endure uh, all the games being canceled. These, you know, some of these guys mm -hmm. didn't get to play that full season, and I'm sure some of them are going to come back and want to have that other full year. Others are going to want to go on about their career. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of these big-time schools, you know, manage what they do, how they do it, um, and, and, and how they balance, you, you know, recruiting classes. The other thing I thought – was interesting today, and I think we need to talk about this for all of our NBA fans, is how about your boy Antetokounmpo signing a Supermax deal and, and staying in Milwaukee? Garrett, got any thoughts on that? I like it. I think it's cool to see somebody actually embrace the small market. I know if you kind of look back, Tim Duncan kind of did that in his time with San Antonio. He just became part of the culture, part of the city. Uh, I think Giannis is a good fit up there, and they've actually shown that they're willing to put some pieces around him and try to keep him and win a championship up there. And anytime you can get your money, you're worth it, go for it. Uh, so I think it's really cool for the city of Milwaukee to have that player uh, committed to them uh, like that. Yeah, and, and what I like is he came out and said, hey, this is my town. This is where I kind of created mm -hmm. my identity. And, and, and good for him for – showing you know showing that loyalty back to them yeah they they gave him the super max deal and he he could have gotten that multiple places but he chose like you said Garrett he chose to stay in Milwaukee in that small market town and be able to kind of you know for lack of a better term you know he, they, they've got Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and, and 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 they got the Greek freak in Milwaukee those are those are two really class players that the state of Wisconsin, I think, can hang their hat on. And and, and that only to, – to me, that helps the NBA versus the guy who's just looking for that super team to go get on. No, that's a good point. And we're seeing that right now unfold in our state when James Harden is trying to do everything he can to get out of his uh, contract with the Rockets and move on. And, you know, Houston is a, a city that's got a lot of things going on. It's a very desirable location. The Rockets have tried to accommodate him the best they can. You know, they bring in John Wall. Uh, he still wants no part of it, but it could be. It just kind of shows to compare and contrast with these players and their mindset of how they view what's best for them in these situations. And 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 we know. I mean, today's society, everybody's playing cover one. Everybody, it's cover your own rear end. It, it it's about it's about you know we've turned in what used to be, and 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 this is me as a football coach, Garrett, coming out here. You know, it used to be a really big W E and a real little ME. Mm -hmm. And it feels like our society, we flipped that around. Now it's a great big all about me and a little bit, little, little bitty, hey, what are we doing? And, and that's, you know, that's an unfortunate, that's an unfortunate side of what, you know, what we're having to deal with. Uh, 
I'm I'm glad again. I'm glad to see a guy step up and say I'm going to embrace kind of where I cut my teeth, Milwaukee being my home, and and good for the Greek freak for staying there. No, and I think early on that was something that Kevin Durant kind of did in his time at Oklahoma. He was drafted there when they were still in Seattle, and you know he was really a part of that culture. You you go over to Oklahoma, he stays there forever, and finally just decides that it's time to move on, but. He's just somebody that actually gave a small market a try and, and put it, Russell Westbrook's in the same uh, breath there as far as with Oklahoma. But, yeah, Giannis staying there, I, I think it's great for the city. I thought I think you brought up a good point there with having a guy like Rodgers represent their state. It's such a small state, such a tight-knit area. Uh, and then you had that on the basketball side as well with Giannis. So that's really good for all the people up there in Wisconsin. No question. No question. And, 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 I, and again, it's, it, it feels like – and and he's signing. Uh, we've talked about it, the supermax deal. But it does feel like he's kind of embracing the we mentality. It's about it's about us. It's about what we need to do to you know to to continue to grow the brand. I don't think anybody. I mean, I know I hadn't followed the Milwaukee Bucks since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there. I mean, I they've just kind of been irrelevant from a basketball standpoint. But with the Greek freak there, all of a sudden they became relevant. And I, you know, I have a 14-year-old son now, and I mean, he would from time to time. He's always wanting to show me those highlights. Mm-hmm. And boy, he'd come in there, and you know what I mean? That 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 logo of that big Milwaukee buck deer. All of a, all of a sudden, it became, you know, it kind of became in vogue. And 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 that's something that I think is is really good for the NBA. It's really good for leveling the playing field. There's a lot of positives that come out uh, of him staying there. So congratulations to the Greek freak and, and, and good for him for staying, you know, st- staying put kind of in the city that, that, that recognizes him. Garrett, let's do this. Now, we had a heck of a Monday night football game last night. Uh, really, really entertaining to watch. Let's, uh, let's come back and talk about Monday night football, what we saw last night, what all, how it's kind of laying out. The playoff picture starting to clear up a little bit in the NFL. Uh, really good game in the AFC. Are we starting to see some of, the, some of the cream of the crop rise to the top of the AFC? Let's come back and talk about Monday, fo- Monday night football next on Game Time. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies this evening, and we'll see patchy areas of drizzle. So use some caution on the roadways. Temperatures, though, will stay above freezing. About 35 degrees will be the low temperature. Tomorrow, a few clouds in the morning, otherwise clearing skies and lots of sunshine in the afternoon. It'll be a cool day, though, a high of 49, and mostly sunny, warmer on Thursday with a high of 59. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st- it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the th- and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN. Central Texas. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The holiday sales event continues at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. It's the season to upgrade with employee pricing for everyone. Save $10,000 on a 2021 GMC Sierra or $7,000 on a 2021 GMC Terrain. You deserve a great 2021, so kick it off now with a new truck or SUV during the Richard Carr holiday sales event. Get here now or let us bring a test drive to you. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank & Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking. Anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. It is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Glenn Stretch Smith and uh, Garrett Ross will sending out some positive vibes to our, uh, our, our our trio of amigo Tom Barfield. Hopefully, he's getting better, feeling better. You know, he he's he was feeling a little under the weather, Garrett, and I think it I, I think it finally kind of he tried to fight through it, and it finally kind of kind of jumped up on him. So we'll uh, we'll send him some positive positive vibes and. Uh, Maybe get him some hot and sour soup over there and see if we can get him to feel a little better. Yeah, he definitely needs to rest. I mean, he's he's been powering through like a trooper, and, you know, it, it's definitely time for him to get get a break and try to get ahead of this. Yeah, and, he, you know, he fought, he fought through doing 
you know, doing football and all the things that he had to do, calling the Friday night games for crying out loud. He was he was doing ten to noon with me, then come back doing three to five, and then doing the doing the games. He <laughs> he put in some, uh, you know what? He put in some overtime, for lack of a better term. And uh, certainly, we hope he gets to feeling better soon. Garrett, Monday night football, unbelievable, heck of a watch last night. Very entertaining football game. Did you get a chance to watch? I got to catch the end of the second quarter and some of the third quarter, and what I saw was really impressive. I, I think uh, the opening drive for the Ravens coming out of that third quarter uh, when Lamar broke off that big run, uh, that was really cool. And, and I was just impressed by really Cleveland overall. This I haven't really had an opportunity to watch a lot of the Browns this season. I've known you know they're obviously good. It, it feels to me, and I could be wrong on this, um, it feels like Baker Mayfield seems a little more comfortable now that Odell is gone. It, it, you know, where you're not having to that ego trip where you got to force the ball to him. I kind of think that's opened up the rest of the uh, the field for him. And it, it's it's interesting because there are a lot of that. There is a lot of sentiment that's saying that that Baker looks more comfortable mm-hmm. and now with OBJ, you know, having an injury situation, and that to me. As, as a former coach, and I was in personnel for a while, it almost feels like that's that's hard to say to take you know what is a real weapon and take it away from you and feel like he's he's playing better. I mean, he's twenty eight, forty seven, three forty three, threw two touchdowns. He threw a bad interception. He tried to throw a stick route, and the linebacker ran up underneath it and picked it. But other than that, I mean, he really looked comfortable with what he was doing with their offense. I mean, Cleveland, it, it it doesn't look like the same Browns team that we've made fun of all year. And obviously having, you know, still being an analyst for the Cowboys, I saw him come in here and just thump the Cowboys this mm-hmm. year. So I'm like you, it was good to watch them. They played good. They still lost. That's what's just was unbelievable is Lamar Jackson, what he can do with his feet and how he keeps plays alive. I mean, he, he, he averaged 13.8 yards a carry last night, had nine rushes for 124 yards. They can't – it doesn't matter who really Baltimore plays. It seems like they've always – he always keeps himself an out. I mean, he has got a little Houdini in him, and, it, and then every once in a while he makes a really magical throw because he's not very accurate with the football – but, boy, he can do some things. He just does so many things with his legs. And I thought it was interesting last night. It almost felt like that, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're wanting to compare it to that moment where he goes out and he went out with cramps. And mm-hmm. when he did, Cleveland jumped right. They were up 14. They jumped right back in the football game, take the lead. And then he comes back out after – uh, you know, a, a cramps. It, he was gone a long time, too. I'm like, it doesn't take that long to take an IV. Maybe he's in there sipping on some of that Pedialyte trying to get himself <laughs> trying to get himself ready to go, but he gets back out there, Garrett. And, I mean, it, it was almost like the whole their whole sideline, you know, you, you, you felt the, the, the momentum go to the sideline of the Ravens. The whole sideline picks up. You saw the, the equipment guy run, get his helmet. He sticks it back on. And he's got to get back in the game because McSorley kind of fell a little bit funny. And it looked like initially when you saw it, mm-hmm. you're like, uh-oh, he tore his knee up. And I, we heard this morning that 
he, he did not, which that's good news after all the bad injuries that we've seen this year. I thought that was really good news that Lamar Jackson was able uh, to come back in after McSorley had gone down and, and let him right down the field. You know, they score, and then Tucker kicks the big field goal. But it was really, really an entertaining football game all the way around. My thing is, you know, like over the past, it seems like over the past three weeks, there was a lot of talk. Lamar wasn't looking like Lamar did last night, right? And, and you, there's a lot of talk of, well, maybe the defenses have finally adjusted and caught up to his offensive scheme. But could it go both ways? Do you think like over the past two games, the way he's kind of turned that corner and reiterated some of that style of play from last season that the offensive scheme from the Ravens has adapted to? Well, I, I think they've adapted some, but the thing that you – the thing that I continue to look at is how he, he – the rush – when you're a really good quarterback, mm -hmm. and, and if you'll see it, you'll see it out of Aaron Rodgers. You'll see his eyes never really look at who's coming at him. Right. He feels the rush. You, you, you hear that term, you feel the rush, the clock goes off in your head – and, and, and you feel the pressure, and then you're able to escape. But he he feels it all the time. He really has a great understanding of where to run the ball, where it's soft. He sees when guys run, you know what what would you know or run stunts when they when they twist and they move the tackle to go outside the end will wrap underneath and come on. You know that he feels those stunts and he knows where to get in those situations and it really is I, I don't think even as much as I'm sure every team tries to game plan for and practice playing him mm -hmm. it's almost like he play they, they can't get anybody to duplicate that speed and even though they might spy him with somebody they're late getting there because they don't realize how fast he is no, I mean, he's really dynamic, but I also think what helps him out a lot is the success of their running game. I think when you're able to rotate three running backs the way they are and for them to just tear up defenses, it definitely uh, makes things easier on Lamar. Yeah, and, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, being able to run the football sets up so much of what he can do. But the difference is, again, is how he continues to move the chains with his feet, mm -hmm. with being able to get down the field and the things he can do. You know, he's basically single-handedly, I mean, he's kept them in the playoff race. They're at eight and five. You got, and, and in that division, the AFC North, you know, Pittsburgh's 11 and two. Had Cleveland, you know, Cleveland had everything to play for last night. They needed a 10th win and to stay one game behind Pittsburgh. Well, they don't get the win. Baltimore wins, which keeps them alive, obviously, in the, uh, you know, in the running for that wild card spot. So it feels a lot like the AFC, this AFC playoff picture, you know, seems to be cleaning up a little bit. I mean, Buffalo, I think, will still win the East. Mm -hmm. uh, Pittsburgh, you know, in the North. Uh, Tennessee and Indy are going to fight it out for the South. And then in the West, you got, you know, Kansas City, who is obviously has clinched that division. And then you've got, you know, you've got the Raiders, who are still in the running for that wild card you've you know you've got you've got either the Colts or the Titans whichever one doesn't win that division going to be in the run in Cleveland Baltimore and then you know Miami and you know I think I think New England right now at six and seven is probably on the outside looking in see and I think that's crazy when you look at a team like Cleveland or Baltimore and to know how good they really are 
and that they have an opportunity to miss the playoffs, yet you flip the script, you look at the NFC and the NFC East, and what are these teams, as pathetic as they are, are going to find themselves in, in position to make the playoffs? <laughs> that's the way it goes sometimes. I know. That's, it's that's just weird. you're out there in Vegas, and I know you're not a big gambler. If they try to pay you with one of those $50 bills, don't take it. They can give you two <laughs> 20s and a 10. Don't take it. Oh, but I, I, I'm with you. I mean, that, the, the, the playoff picture – in the AFC, you know, it has it, – it's starting to clear up. And in, in the NFC, you know, it, it, it. what I'm kind of amazed at, about is, boy, Green Bay is still in the running to get the number one seed. And I don't care crowd or no crowd. I got news for you. I, I've been there in December and January mm-hmm. in Green Bay. And, brother, it is raw bone cold. And when I tell you cold – uh, ooh-wee cold. How you like that? You ain't wearing them shorts and them flip-flops and that flat bill in Green Bay in December. You'll freeze your your keister off. How's that? I mean, I'll rock some long johns and then throw the shorts over. That should be all right like that, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I think, you, I think you'll be all right. You get you one of those little snuggy blankets and you <laughs> get up snuggies. there and you'll be, in, you'll, be in, you'll be in good shape, Garrett. I uh, NFL playoff picture, it's it, it's clearing up, and it will really clear up. I think in the next in the next couple weeks at five o'clock, let's uh, we'll talk to Joe Trahan, find out what Jerry Jones had to say about Mike McCarthy. Did he double down on what Stephen Jones said yesterday? Uh, be interesting to see, and that'd be interesting to talk a little NFL with with Joe Trahan. He's our he's as uh, Tom likes to refer to him as our fourth member of the crew. So. We'll talk to him at 5 o'clock. But we got a busy show. We got college football playoffs to talk about. We got college recruiting to talk about. We got a little Baylor football. We need to go over and talk about what's going on with their recruiting class. But let's come back with Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman next. It's game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Baylor Big 12 basketball Saturday with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears. The Bears return to action Saturday in Manhattan against Kansas State. 2.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor K-State Big 12 Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Basketball Saturday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it, along with your name and keyword, Chill, to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Sportsfan.com. And now, more Christmas tips from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Guys, you know the big challenge every year is giving your wife some hints on what to get you for your truck for Christmas. So here are a couple suggestions. Hey, honey, I heard Rachel Ray says the hot gift item this Christmas is a brand new grill guard for your truck. I thought that was really interesting because my truck sure could use a grill guard or... 
baby, I sure enjoyed those cute bunny slippers you gave me last Christmas. I was thinking they would look good stepping into my truck on some new Amp Research Power running boards. Or, wow, you really look good in that sweater. The color reminds me of some new catskin leather seats I saw over at Pickup Outfitters. Of course I enjoy going shopping with you. But I was thinking I probably shouldn't until I get a new bed cover for my truck to keep everything dry on the way home. Men, don't just let Christmas happen to you. Drop your hint now that you want something for your truck from Pickup Outfitters. And remember, gift certificates also work. Check out all our current specials online at createacommotion.com. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event? Going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Lone Star 1500s. And with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020, 2500s, and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle, rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money, 90 days worth of money, only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice, subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Lamar Jackson comes out of the locker room and leads the Ravens back in the final two minutes to beat the Browns in game of the year so far in the NFL, 47-42. Number seven, Lady Bears blew past Texas Tech last night in the Farrell Center, 91-45. Lady Bears will now play three games in four days, hosting Southern tomorrow, Northwestern on Friday, and McNeese State on Saturday. Tip will be at 2 o'clock for all three games. Tomorrow and Friday can be heard on ESPN Central Texas, and Saturday's game will be on Shooter FM. The NCAA plans to stage the entire women's basketball tournament in one geographic area, and San Antonio is the likely host site. The move announced yesterday was made and matches that of the men's tournament, which the NCAA said last month will be played in a single area, and most likely Indianapolis. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Glenn Stretch Smith. As always, my main man, Garrett Ross, flying this thing at Tom Barfield. And right now, Tom's a little under the weather. So, Garrett's me and you. And uh, let's introduce and welcome him, as always, into the show, Kirk Bowles. Kirk, how you doing today? Good, Stretch. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for taking a little time to jump on with us. Clarify what's uh, what's going on with Tom Herman since we had you on last. I, I know that uh, there's obviously been a bunch of sentiments about – well, uh, it's not over with yet. You know, Urban Meyer might still be the guy, and he's waiting till Ohio State season's over because he wants to talk to three Ohio State assistants. Clarify for us what's going on in Austin and what's going on with Tom Herman's job. Well, the AD left it very ambiguous, even though he's told us uh, specifically that uh, Tom Herman will be the coach here next year. So this is after releasing a – very lukewarm endorsement of Tom in a statement on, uh, I guess it was Saturday, I think it was, 
they're saying Tom Herman is still going to be the coach and they're going to retain him. But uh, a lot of people don't want to take that at face value and think, okay, they're still looking and who knows if that's true. But if they do, they're going to have an awful lot of egg on their face and they've already let Tom Herman kind of dangle in the wind for over a month. And so uh, Tom Herman has not said a word. We're hoping that we talk to him tomorrow on signing day, but uh, it's still a little ambiguous, although I think most people who talk to the decision makers think the decision has been made and Herman will be back next season. And, and, and Kirk, I know you're not afraid to place a little wager every once in a while. What do you, what, what do you think? Is, is he back? I think he's back. I mean, that's what Chris Del Conte has told us, and we're taking him at his word. And, you know, things change, obviously. And, you know, we've told him, I said, that was a very lukewarm endorsement. That wasn't much of a vote of confidence. It was like a two-paragraph thing. And when you consider all the words that have been written and spoken over Tom Herman's future and Urban Meyer's uh, chase by Texas and then to have a two-paragraph release, I don't know. It's just it's been very embarrassing, I think, for the University of Texas, and they they should be able to do a lot better and little. It'd be a lot more have a lot more clarity than they've had uh, this fall about Tom Herman. How do you fix? How does this affect uh, Kirk in your mind? This this early signing period, and and what's going on from a recruiting standpoint at Texas? Well, I do know that Chris Del Conte didn't put a whole lot of stock in having the coaching decision made before signing day, which is tomorrow. Uh, and and I, I back that. I defend that decision because you'd rather have the right head coach for next year and who knows however long after that instead of, you know, basing a decision on one or two, you know, top recruits. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I'd actually applaud that decision. You, you get it right first and then let, the chips fall where they may. And obviously Texas had another uh, person uh, opt out uh, over the weekend or Monday, I guess it was, uh, Joseph Asai, the linebacker, and then Jaquindon Jackson just today put his name in the transfer portal as a freshman quarterback who hadn't played this year. So it's just a little bit of turmoil, and we always seem to have a whole lot more of it here in Austin, as you know, but it sure hadn't stopped. Talking Lots with Kirk, talking with Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman. Kirk, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this, and 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 you just kind of touched on it. But the only captain on the football team that that is still currently playing and practicing is Ellinger. Does that send Does that send a message? Is that Does that I, I guess what I'm saying is where there's smoke, is there fire? Is this team bought in to? what Tom Herman has been preaching and the culture that he's been trying to kind of put in place there? Glenn, it raises all those questions and a whole lot of eyebrows at the same time. When you've had seven captains, five of them have opted out to start preparing for the NFL draft, and a, a sixth, Derek Kerstetter, had that awful ankle injury in their last game at K-State. And like you said, leaves only Sam Ellinger. It's very terrible optics, in my opinion. And why I always say, you know, these players need to do what's right for them. And I thoroughly agree with that. But it's interesting, as soon as they're eliminated from the Big 12 championship race, they all opt out. And it's just a bad look when they happen to be 
you know, five of your seven captains. It's like, I don't know if they voted for the wrong people as captains, but it, it does make your ears perk up when you hear that. And when Sam Bellinger is the only captain that uh, is going to play in their bowl game, it uh, raises some suspicions about, you know, the locker room culture for sure. Kurt, you mentioned Jaquindon Jackson <clears throat> uh, opting out and entering the transfer portal. Were you surprised by this? And is this kind of an indication that we can expect to see Hudson Card as the starter next season? You know, I'm not surprised by anything anymore, especially this year. But, yeah, it was always, it always seemed like a race between Hudson Card and Casey Thompson, who seems like he's been here eight years already and has never started a game. So, to me, it was very clear – you know, he was the third-string quarterback. And, again, you remember he had that knee injury, you know, uh, that he suffered in the playoffs mm-hmm. for Duncanville. And uh, and so he was kind of in rehab all year. So it was thought ever since December when he signed that, uh, that this was just going to be a redshirt year. And even though it's not even a redshirt year now that everybody's eligibility is frozen. So, you know, uh, ostensibly then he could have another five years with another redshirt year. So, uh It doesn't surprise me, though. We're going to see, you know, Twitter may just become nothing more than, well, who's in the transfer portal now? I mean, there's going to be hundreds, I think, in the transfer portal. They were probably going to be already when, you know, the NCAA membership is going to vote in January whether to uh, allow transfers to play immediately, which I think they should. When you add that to the frozen eligibility because of COVID this year, I just think it's going to result in just massive transfers, you know, before next season. So going into tomorrow, what, I guess what are the, the expectations for the 2021 Longhorn recruiting class? Well, I, I tell you, you know, who knows who, who they might lose, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Uh, it's just, you know, they already had a bunch of decommitments, as you know, I mean, for future and Quinn Ewers, the South Lake Carroll, quarterback and uh for uh the brockemeyer twins you know they're they're the legacy twins and now they're going to to alabama but uh you know i'll be honest with you i don't follow it as much much as a lot of people but when you see these decommitments i I always kind of take the edge well i'll see when they sign and see when they get here personally i thought they should have uh abolished this year's early signing period and just go with the national signing date in February like we usually have because, you know, it's been a dead period all fall, and now the dead period has been extended to uh, April. So they can't be on campus for an official visit, and these coaches can't be in, in the recruits' homes or at the at the recruits' schools and talking to coaches and English teachers and principals and that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I personally wish they would have just uh, – just delayed it a little bit, and uh, I think that would have been smarter on both on both cases. Kirk, but, let me ask I mean, you this. Let me ahead. ask you this: Does does Sam Ellinger? I mean, you don't think he comes back for another year, do you? No, nobody does, and he kind of played word games with us a little bit, Glenn. You know, like, well, I'm just I'm just concentrating on the next game, you know. But uh, yeah, and there was some school of thought thinking. Okay, if you did get Urban Meyer or some other uh, high-profile coach, maybe maybe Sam would look at that and go, oh, yeah, I may stick around for one more year. But now, guys, when you see how many players opt out and, 
we're not even don't even know which bowl game they're going to for sure. It's looking like such a major rebuild next year. And I'd be shocked if Sam really wants to be a part of that because, you know, his legacy, as, as great as he is, and he's going to be remembered as a great college quarterback, you know, it was tarnished somewhat just because, you know, he was, what, one in four against Oklahoma, and he never won a Big 12 championship. So, you know, I think everybody would be shocked if, if he did come back. And like you say, it's getting to be a crowded quarterback room, even though uh, Jackson has left, you know. So I, I fully expect him to move on. Yeah, and let me let me finish by asking you this, uh, Kirk. You, I know you you keep your pulse on what's going on in Austin. Do you do you sense a lot of people rooting for Mac Brown and kind of the job he's done at North Carolina? I think it's probably mixed. I think you, you'll find half that will, and then half that you know want him back, and then the other half that say, "Well, I, I got to stay at the end." But you know, personally, Glenn. I am rooting big time for Texas and North Carolina to be matched up in the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, Florida, because, you know, it's a it's a Big 12 team versus an ACC team. And uh, if for some reason, you know, Notre Dame beats Clemson a second time and knocks Clemson out of the playoffs, then the Clemson would probably drop down to a New Year's Six Bowl and play in the Orange Bowl. And then the third-place team, which is North Carolina, might fall to the Cheese it bowl, and then Texas Carolina might be matched up. And, uh, you know, there, I mean, 11 bowl games have been canceled, and a lot of people, you know, you're wondering, well, are they going to play it? Are they going to play it? Or either no fans or limited fans. So, but it's still, it's still good TV entertainment. So, I, that's what I'm rooting for, you know, later this month. I, I, that's why I love having you on. You always you always bring a little fun, a little fun <laughs> perspective, a little something to think about, a little reason to make you go hmm. I kind I, I, I kind of like I kind of like Kirk Bowles thinking a little bit. Now let me tell you, I, I'll let all our listeners know. I did I, I I didn't think he was worth a damn when I was with the Cowboys, but I'm I'm a big fan <laughs> right now, Kirk. So listen, I, you know I love you and I appreciate you jumping on with us in the last minute here. Thanks a lot. I'm glad you came around, Glenn. <laughs> Love you, too. Y'all have a good day. I think there he goes, Kirk Bowles from the Austin American States. But I'm telling you, Garrett Ross, he was a thorn in our arse when I was with the Cowboys. I mean, we we went from we went from winning the Super Bowl and 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 drinking the wine to about five years later being five and eleven and stomping the grapes. And he was he was one of them that was busting our chops. And quite frankly, I wasn't a big fan then, but. I'm glad he's on our side now, and we have, you know, we, we have an opportunity to have him on. Well, hey, that would be fun, wouldn't it? Texas versus Carolina and the Cheese It Bowl. You like that thought? I do, and you know that that's interesting because I haven't even thought about that and that the pairings between the Big Twelve and the ACC. But man, if that if those two lined up and North Carolina won that game, Austin would Ooh. be insane. Oh, it'd be they. <laughs> I tell you what. You talk about the red rear end. Oh, would have it. It'd be some. It'd be some folks with the red arse down there in Austin, Texas. I'll promise you that. Oh yeah. If Mac, Mac Brown were to come in there and put a put a little put put a good hickey right on their <laughs> right on the right cheek of their eye. That that'd be great. All right, I know you're you're screaming and barking. Let's go to break. We're gonna come back and talk to Brian Woods, commissioner of the Spring League. They're playing their championship game tonight at. Uh, on Fox Sports 1. Let's come back and talk with him next on Game Time. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
The Lady Bears back in action Wednesday afternoon in the Farrell Center hosting Southern. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. This season, join Bruce Eatson and Maggie Davis-Danette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. What do you call a spicy, crispy, flavor-packed, perfectly marinated chicken filet that's spicy on the inside, topped with fresh veggies, tangy pickles, and mayo? Some might call it the sandwich of their dreams. But if you're within range of a Whataburger, you can just call it lunch. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich. Sounds like the perfect way to spice up your next meal. It's everything you could ever want from a sandwich, and it's available now. So get to Whataburger and get your hands on it yourself. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Incomas Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. Incomins Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lord Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Lamar Jackson comes out of the locker room and leads the Ravens back in the final two minutes to beat the Browns in game of the year so far in the NFL, 47-42. Number seven, Lady Bears blew past Texas Tech last night in the Farrell Center, 91-45. Lady Bears will now play three games in four days, hosting Southern tomorrow, Northwestern on Friday, and McNeese State on Saturday. Tip will be at 2 o'clock for all three games. Tomorrow and Friday can be heard on ESPN Central Texas, and Saturday's game will be on Shooter FM. The NCAA plans to stage the entire women's basketball tournament in one geographic area, and San Antonio is the likely host site. The move announced yesterday was made and matches that of the men's tournament, which the NCAA said last month will be played in a single area, and most likely Indianapolis. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It is game time. You're all access past the Central Texas sports. I'm Glenn Stretch Smith with Garrett Ross, and our, 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 our Trace Amigo is down for the day. Tom Barfield, we're going to send him some positive love and hope he gets to feeling better soon. Uh, we're joined by Brian Woods now, the commissioner of the Spring League. And for those of you who don't know about the Spring League, we'll tell you about it in just a minute. But let me say hello to Brian first. Brian, how you doing today? Hey, Glenn. Doing well, man. How you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you jumping on. I know that uh, you guys are getting ready for a big game over there in Orlando. I want to fill our listeners in just a little bit, and, and, and then I'm going to let you, after I'm done, correct me a little bit, which that, that happens often. You know, Brian has uh, started the Spring League, which is a it's a developmental situation for players, football players who want to get uh, that look, give uh, give the NFL teams that look, CFL teams that look. He's had a lot of guys sign out of his league to play in those leagues. He's also done some developmental uh, work with the XFL and now is in partnership with, uh, with, with Fox Sports. Now, you guys, Brian, tell us a little bit about what you did down in San Antonio to lead up to the championship game that you're going to play tonight in Orlando. Yeah, you know, traditionally, Glenn, we're professional football development league, and traditionally we would operate in the springtime every year in March and April. And this year we saw an opportunity, and especially with the partnership and the backing from Fox, we saw an opportunity to operate in the fall. Uh, a lot of reasons. One, as you know, there were no mini camps this year. Uh, the training camp rosters for, for NFL teams was, was drastically altered. So a lot of players were left without opportunity. So even though we would traditionally exist in the springtime of year, we saw great value to operate a short season, albeit in San Antonio, for four weeks. And that's what we did. We had six teams. We had um, a lot of really quality players down there, put a great product on the field. And we are now getting guys signed to CFL. We just had one of our players signed uh, yesterday to an NFL practice squad. But we're starting to see a real pickup and in interest from NFL and CFL teams that are looking to sign players that participate in San Antonio. Uh, we had a little bit, uh, just like every other sports entity and, and college sports organization out there, we certainly had our issues with COVID, and that altered our last two televised games in week four. But the two best teams in the league were the Aviators and the Generals after week three records. And so these two teams um, have come back together, and we were playing tonight at Camping World Stadium, which has been the site of the NFL Pro Bowl, kicking off tonight at 7 p.m. on FS1. And it's really going to be the highlight of our our season and our partnership with Fox. Talking with Brian Woods, commissioner of uh, of the Spring League. You know, Brian, I know that you you personally have been involved with football for a long time. With uh, you know, not only what you did when partnering or, or, or trying to help the XFL with their new rules, but it seems like and 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 you can correct me if I'm wrong. We've been through the AAF, we've been through the XFL, we've had all kinds of different situations who you know, who have tried to come into this window, ultimately you've been the guy who's been able to surpass them all and, and, and continue to play football in the spring. Tell me your vision and how you think uh, you're going to expand and what you may do this spring to really bring and showcase, you know, a, a, a really good product uh, and, and really put the Spring League springboard them into, you know, mainstream sports talk. I think that that's a, those are all very you know good points that you just touched upon. Look, number one, we are a development league, and that's first and foremost. That is our priority, and I think one of the things that makes us very unique is that I, we operate with a, a unique 
and very disciplined business model that's allowed us to sustain ourselves. We were profitable in our third year of operation. So we have found a way to make alternative professional football work in the United States and last longer than any entity in modern history doing it. As you mentioned, the AAF and the XFL have come and gone. And I think, look, any additional football is great for players uh, that still need that opportunity to showcase their abilities, that need opportunities to continue to develop. There's no middle ground between the college game and the professional game. We have filled that void, and it's a critical void uh, uh, as well. We have filled, filled that void very well. And I think for us on the horizon, we're looking at right now we're looking at still a six-team league this spring, a five-week versus a four-week regular season that we just got, just got done conducting in San Antonio. But we're really looking to hone in on that developmental aspect of our, of our league, which means quality young players, giving players an opportunity to get coached, coached by play, you know, guys with NFL experience. And I think another thing that we're really interested in doing is continuing to um, attract, procure, and develop not just talent here uh, domestically, but talent abroad. We've got, uh, we had players from Spain, Mexico, Germany, and Japan participating in the spring league this year. And I could see the possibility of one of the Germany and, and some of those countries I just mentioned are playing professional football at a very high level right now. So I could see uh, uh, an opportunity for us to expand our membership by having an international team or two participate maybe as soon as 2021. So we've got a lot of, a lot of exciting things on the horizon. And I think again, Fox Sports partnering with us is really adding to that exposure element that we want to provide these players. Sure, I know. Uh, you know, we 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 fly the, the the big ship out of Waco, Texas. So I know that uh, Mike Singletary is a defensive coordinator. I believe on one of your teams is playing for the championship this evening. Is that correct? That is correct. He is the defensive coordinator for the Generals. They're undefeated, and Mike has been. Uh, he he loves it. He told me the other day that he's learned more football in 30 days at the spring league just being around the caliber of coaches that we hire and we bring into our organization, he has learned more in the last 30 days than he says he's learned in his whole career about football. So he's, he has, um, and I tell people this all the time, and you know this, Glenn, we're not just about developing players. We're trying to provide a training ground for prospective front office personnel and, 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 and officials, referees. Uh, we could be used as a place to experiment with rules. And I think developing coaches is another big priority for us and we've done that we've had coaches that have come into the spring league and then had opportunities to coach in the nfl uh, shortly thereafter so uh, mike has been a great addition to our coaching staff with with the generals team and we're hopeful that he will return in, in 2021 that's awesome tell us again now brian the game is tonight on fs1 it's it's six o'clock central is that right seven seven on the east coast that is correct it was originally scheduled for later but we had a college basketball game that no surprise, was canceled due to COVID. So we had uh, Fox reached out just in the last few days and, and offered that opportunity to move into the 7 p.m. primetime slot, and we jumped on that opportunity. But, yes, kickoff will be shortly after 7 p.m. on the East Coast, 6 p.m. Central on FS1. Well, listen, good luck with uh, with your championship game tonight. You know I'll be tuned in. And tell tell that little man of yours, Graham, give him a little headbutt for me and tell, tell him I ask about him. Brian, thanks a lot for jumping on with us today. Absolutely, Glenn. I really appreciate it. There he goes, Brian Woods of the Spring League. You know, Garrett, it's an interesting concept. You know, there are so many players who kind of come out of that, co you know, they come out of that college window 
they they need one other opportunity to get some film out there. They need a chance to kind of, you know, they feel like they didn't showcase their ability when they were in college. And, and I think it really helps from multiple areas when you have these kind of situations. You have guys that need that opportunity, and then you also have that opportunity that says, look, you need to let it go and you need to move on with your life. And I think it fits in a lot of a lot of areas, really both of those scenarios. No, it really does. And then one interesting thing I took away from that was a lot of the times when we hear about the Canadian Football League for people – I guess for people from my perspective, maybe not from yours, we think of that as one of those avenues, right, those developmental avenues. But for them to be looking at players from this league to bring up there, I think that speaks volumes to what they're able to do as far as giving these guys another opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, anytime, anytime you can go play, whether it's 11-man football, 12-man football, whether the field's 100 yards long, 110 yards long, whether it's, you know, 50s, whatever it is, mm-hmm. wide, and then it's 50-something wide up there. Hey, anytime you can play football and have an opportunity to do it and make a living, you know, that's what these young men want. So I think it's, you know, I think it serves its purpose in a lot of positive ways to get a lot of positive things done tonight. Certainly I'll be checking it out on on, on Fox Sports 1. We'll take a look at it. Kind of see what it's all about, Garrett. I think it's I think it's a good avenue. No, I think it is as well. And I I was unaware that Singletary was involved. I knew he was coaching up in the Metroplex last year in high school and he got away from that. But it's cool to see that he was able to find something and share the knowledge that he's gained throughout the years with these young players. No question. And 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 I mean, when you think about what he can do, kind of his defensive knowledge, the things that he's been able mm-hmm. to you know to learn and get around it, it it's only. It's only it's only a win-win. Garrett, let's come back. Let's talk a little Texas high school football. We'll do that next on Game Time. 2020 is almost over. And what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Longstar 1500s. And with new Ram heavy duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the big finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows. 
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is Michael Habern, owner of Waco Jewelers. We have exciting news. Our 75% sales event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. You are personally invited to our 75% off sale event of the year. Come see our diamond earrings, bracelets, necklaces, rings, and our beautiful signature silver selection. Waco Jewelers on the corner of Valley Mills and Sanger. So we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers under the spinning diamond. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is. Game time. You're all access past the Central Texas sports. Glenn Stretch, Smith, Tom Barfield. And as always, running and really keeping this ship lined. My main man, Garrett Ross, the 4 o'clock hour, sponsored by the Good Feet Store. And guess what, Garrett? If you want to call in, you want to text in, you want to chat with your boys on game time, you've got the opportunity to do that. If you want to text us, you can text us at the CNC Collision Center text line. It's 254-662-1660. Or you can pick up the phone and call us on the Walk-On Sports Bistro Listener line, 254-662-1660. You want to talk college football? You want to talk and disagree with what you heard from Kirk Bowles? What's going on in Austin, Texas? Should Tom Herman be in, be out? Should they wait on Urban Meyer? Garrett, we touched on a lot here. We touched a little bit about the spring league, a developmental football league. And now it's, as always, and, and we're doing this for our main man, Tom Barfield, who's a little <laughs> down today. He's feeling under the weather. We need to send him some vitamin C, some oranges, bananas, get him to feeling better. But it is time, and it's that time to pick these Texas high school football playoff games. Garrett, let's get started. All right, Stretch. Well, first game we have is going to be Sterling City versus May. This is going to be Wednesday at 2 p.m. at AT&T Stadium. I'm going to take Sterling City, Stretch. Who are you going to take? I'm going to take Sterling City, uh, but here's what we're going to do. Our man Tom, uh-huh. he has he, he's not here to pick, so I'm going to pick for him, and I'm going to say he'd go different than us, so he's going to go May. Give him May. All right, I like this. Let's see here. 
All right, so next game. This game got postponed. This was supposed to be uh, Balmeray and Richland Springs. This was supposed to be at 11 a.m. Now, this game's going to get made up later on, so we're going to not pick this one right now, but just keep in mind that this is a state championship game that due to unfortunate circumstances with COVID uh, and the Balmeray program will be played later on. But the next game we will pick is going to be uh, post 15-0 and for Shiner, 13-0. and This is going to be Thursday at 11 a.m. stretch, and I'm going to take Shiner. I'm going to go with post, and I'm going to say Tom Barfield will go with Shiner. All right, I like that. Let's see. All right, next game, which is going to be the 2AD2 championship with between Winthorpe 14 and 1 and Mart 14 and 0. This is going to be 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. I think we're both in agreement here that we're rolling with Mart. And I think Tom Barfield would call up and roll over twice <laughs> and toot and do everything else if we didn't give him Mart. So we better give him Mart. <laughs> yeah. 3A D1. Now, this is interesting because I didn't expect to see either one of these teams there. I think it's really cool, though. But you got uh, Tuscola, Jim Ned, 13 and 1 versus Hallettsville, 13 and 2. This is going to be a 7 p.m. kick on Thursday. And I'm going to roll with Hallettsville. I, th- I like what they got in Jordan Brooks the, or Jonathan Brooks, the running back there. And I'm going to take uh, the Brahmas. I'm going Jim Ned because they knock my, they knock my boy Browse out of it. And I'm going to I'm going to give Tom Barfield Jim Ned as well. All right, I think he'll take that. I think it'll be cool with some Jim Ned action. Next game, 3AD2, Canadian 14-1 and versus Franklin 12-2. and This is a 3 p.m. game on Thursday. I'm taking Canadian. I think they got too much firepower. Uh, you know, interesting note, Franklin is runs that slot T. Canadian hasn't seen a team run the slot T since 2008. Uh, but I still think that they got uh, too much for Franklin. I'm going. I'm going Canadian, and I know where Tom would go, yeah. and he'd go Franklin. So I, I feel very confident about giving him that pick. All right. Next game we have is the 4A D1 um, state title game: Argyle 15 and 0 versus Lindell 13 and 2. This is a 7 p.m. game uh, in Arlington on Friday night. I'm taking Argyle. I, I love what Lindell's been able to do this year. I lived out in East Texas for a while, and uh, that's not traditionally a football power um, school. They got the Baylor commit and Jordan Jenkins at the running back. He's put up some outstanding numbers, but I'm taking Argyle. I, I've seen Argyle beat beat my boys at La Vega twice. I, I, I'm going Argyle, and you know what? I think I think Tom would go Argyle as well. Next game we have is 4A D2 Car, uh, Gilmer 14 and one Carthage 13 and 0. This is going to be a 12 p.m. Uh, game on Friday. I would love to take Gilmer. Uh, it's no secret I live there. I'm a Buckeye homer. Uh, but Carthage is so good. Uh, I, you know, these two teams have played so many times, whether it be district matchups or, or situations like this, uh, but Carthage just has too much. Yeah, I'm going to go Carthage too, but I'm going to say that Tom, is, he's, he's kind of held off for his best last. He thinks he's, he thinks he's a little bit like a fine wine, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Gilmer for him so he can get back in the middle of this of this uh of the winning percentages and where he wants to be give him gilmer give him gilmer all right the final game we have now this is just a playoff game uh this is going to be an area round matchup between rockwall heath uh they're nine and two and temple ten and one this is going to be over at mclean stadium on friday night if you have an opportunity you want to see a really good matchup head over there and check this one out i'm going to take heath um they've they when you look at their schedule they played a really tough uh schedule all year long Rockwall is one of their lone losses, and Rockwall is a really good team. Um, I, and I know everybody here is going to take Temple, so I'm trying to get up on Steven as well. 
So I'm going to take uh, Rockwell Heath. I'm going to take Temple, and I'm going to give Tom Temple. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. We all know he would go with the home team. He's definitely going to go with the home oh, team. Oh, there's no question. I mean, I, the one thing I know about my man Tom is he's, he uh, he his his roots are deep, and he is tied to Central Texas. And and you know what? It's uh, he he he's loyal, and 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 for that, that's exactly why I had to say, give him Temple. You know, we were talking earlier, and you mentioned this, and you brought up some interesting. Well, Kurt Bowles brought up the uh, Mac Brown and um, you know the opportunity or the possibility of Texas and North Carolina meeting. And Pat Kerrigan hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line. Over the past two seasons, Mac Brown is fifteen and nine in conference. He's eleven and seven with one bowl win. Tom Herman over the last two seasons, fourteen and nine, ten and seven, and one bowl win. It's crazy to think with resumes like that so similar that we can. You know, Mac Brown gets all the praise and everything, and Herman is still just the, the the stepchild that Texas is trying to force out. Well, I mean, again, you got to think about how Tom Herman came in there, right? Mm -hmm. Which was he came in there, you know, kind of on the heels of Charlie Strong. Uh, Les Miles had been fired at LSU. There were two openings. Trace Armstrong, his agent, kind of strong-armed a, you know, what was an interim AD and an interim president Mm -hmm. and got him the job. And I don't think – I just don't think that – I I don't think he's ever been a fit down there. I really don't. I don't – I I think he's an okay football coach. He did a great job winning at Houston, but he won with somebody else's players. Uh, You know, he he was kind of a – there were a lot of people that kind of put that recruiting savant mm-hmm. uh, name tag on him. He hasn't really done that. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't see him really being the guy that can, can go and walk in a room and, and all the Texas high school coaches kind of turn their head and, 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 and look away from a, their Miller light and say, whoa, there's Tom Herman. Like, if you know Nick Saban walked right, in the room, right. like if Dabo Sweeney rocked in the room, and and I just don't think he he carries that swag, and I think that's something that has always kind of left a little bit of a bad taste in you know in the in the Orange Bloods you know in in their stream, and so I I just think that he's fallen behind what Jimbo Fisher's doing at Texas A and M because now he's got them in the middle of possibly getting into the college football playoff talk. And I think all of that, we need to come back this next segment and kick it around, Garrett Ross. We got college football talk. We got a little bit of highs, and this stinking virus is still kicking us in the college football way. Let's come back and talk about all that. It's game time. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies this evening, and we'll see patchy areas of drizzle. So use some caution on the roadways. Temperatures, though, will stay above freezing. About 35 degrees will be the low temperature. Tomorrow, a few clouds in the morning, otherwise clearing skies and lots of sunshine in the afternoon. It'll be a cool day, though, a high of 49, and mostly sunny, warmer on Thursday with a high of 59. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st- it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna... I'm never gonna stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. At Community Bank and Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it, along with your name and keyword, CHILL, to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat-screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Sportsfan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news now. is game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Glenn Stretch Smith, Garrett Ross, and uh, our man Tom Barfield's down for the day. Hopefully he'll be back soon. He's really, really struggling with uh, with his health. He's trying to get himself. He had, had a bad fever. I talked to him earlier. He was 
he, he was not sounding good, Garrett. So, I, I, unfortunately, I had to pick the high school games for him last segment. And I, if, if he doesn't like my picks, too bad. That's just how it's going <laughs> to roll today. And, and, and I hope he gets – but I do hope he gets to feeling better soon. Boy, I, I tell you what, it – you know, I've known several people that have – that have contacted this virus, and you know, you know, some of them have kind of said, "Hey, it kind of kicked my rear end for a little while," and then I was able to kind of come back out of it. Mm-hmm. So others, I, I talked to a buddy of mine who coaches at at Arizona State last night. He lost twenty seven pounds Ooh. in eighteen days on it. So, hey, it can be rough. And he said he need, he said he was hoping. To, he was wanting to lose about 50, so I'm not sure he's not afraid to get it again so he can <laughs> knock him down another 24. <laughs> There's one positive. Yeah, that's, a, that's, how, that's how Stretch likes to roll. <laughs> let's, the, let's talk about that. Let's, let's find the glass half full in a glass half empty situation. But, hey, Tom Barfield, I hope, you, I hope you're feeling better, bud, and I know we miss you, and hopefully you can uh, get back on here with us and, and, and banter with us soon. Garrett, Yo. last night the college football playoff came out. You got any? You got any issues with it? Tell me what you're thinking and what, and how you see this playing out. I mean, do you really this weekend with the championship game, ACC championship, SEC championship, Big Ten championship? We got all championship weekend coming up. How you see this thing shaking out before it really gets to the final vote? Man, I don't know. I don't see any big changes uh, really coming. I, I I think a lot of people are still questioning why. Ohio State is is getting the recognition they are when you and why not USC? But I, I just think that both of them, you know, they're in an awkward situation with how the seasons unfolded for them. And then as far as USC trying to make a push, granted they're going to have an opportunity to play in their championship game, but they're not going to play Washington, right? They're going to have to play in a filler game with Oregon. And it, what my thing is, what weight does that carry for you if you win it? Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I mean, unfortunately, the Pac-12 is just in a – it feels like in a really a no-win situation. They, 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 they started making bad decisions early in the football season. They, you know, they were late to the party, and, 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 and then they showed up with a really not a very good-looking date. So it's not, it's not been very it – hadn't, it hadn't been looked upon very favorably uh, from, from their standpoint. I do think that – the Clemson Notre Dame game is going to be a heck of a matchup this weekend. I think you're going to see, uh, personally, I, I think that uh, Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame. Now, is that going to knock them out and and push A and M in that position? I, you know, how will Northwestern? Do you think they can even stay on the field with Ohio State? I think that's something we're going to have to look at. But I, you know what I did find interesting was coming in at number six was Iowa State. I mean, do you really do you really feel like Iowa State is a sixth-ranked team in the country? I, 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 I like Iowa State. I right. think Matt Campbell's done an unbelievable job. Do I feel like he should be in that position ahead of Cincinnati, ahead of, uh, quite frankly, Coastal Carolina? I I, I, I I don't know. I I, I kind of have mixed feelings about that. No, and that's a good point. I I wouldn't have been surprised if if this would have come out and Cincinnati was ahead of them. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't I don't know if that. I, I have a hard time seeing them beat Oklahoma, right? So it, if that's the case, I think you kind of got to look at why you're at number six. Um, but it, it kind of gives, I guess, some hope for Big Twelve people to say that that 
while they've been out this whole time that they found a way to work their ways back in and you have an opportunity for your two teams that, to, that are going to square off in this championship game to be ranked in the top 10. Uh, so I think it's good for the Big 12 from that standpoint. Yeah, and it, it is. With Oklahoma being 10, that's going to put two teams in the top 10 playing in the Big 12 championship game. It's going to give it a little better feel. It's going to be a little better posture. It's going to, it's going to optically, it's going to look better. So, so, so whatever verbiage we can use, it's, it's going to look better for the, for the Big 12. But I think the committee feels like that Iowa State can, can beat Oklahoma. And, you know, the one thing I'll give Matt Campbell credit for is he does have those big tight ends. Mm -hmm. He can do some things, line up and do some things offensively that make any time that make you balance. Anytime you can put two tight ends in the game and, 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 and line them up, you know, just say, hey, here's here we are. You better balance up or you're going to have some leverage issues. And that really creates, uh, to me, and the reason I like what it creates is it creates a, a, a smash-mouth football mentality. Hey, we're going to come off the ball and we're mm-hmm. going to get after your – we're going to get after you a little bit. It, it, we're not going to play – we're not going to play seven on seven. We're coming after you. We're coming downhill. We're going to run the football, and then we're going to play action off of that. And I think that gives a lot of defensive coordinators nightmares because when you have to face those two tight ends and and, and those guys who can come off the ball, and, and when I'm talking about come off the ball, I'm talking about none of this east and west crap. I'm talking about they step at you north and south, get a hat on a hat, and, and, and cause you problems. And I think that's part of me says, okay, maybe that's what this committee is mm-hmm. seeing and ranking them as high as they have at number six. That makes sense. And we got some breaking news now, Stretch. Uh, college basketball cannot catch a break this season. Well, even last season when you look at how things ended. So uh, another big-time matchup has been postponed uh, uh, this week. This uh, Saturday, Villanova and Virginia were supposed to play at Madison Square Garden. Uh, that game has been canceled due to uh, COVID issues with West Virginia, I mean, with Virginia. So another big time, uh, primetime basketball game will not get played due to COVID. And I think that's what Brian Woods, when we had him on earlier, the commissioner of the Spring League, you know, he was saying that the bat, they, initially they were going to play their championship game, the Spring League football's championship game tonight on FS1. They were going to play that at, I think, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But they had to kick that up because of a cancellation from basketball uh, so unfortunate, you know, they're still having to ride the, 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 the wave of what COVID is doing now. From what I understand, we've also got some football news that has come out just recently about some games that could be canceled this weekend from a college football perspective. Yeah, so some of the games that were set to, to go on were going to be uh, – and this is all Big Ten issues. So you were going to have Indiana-Purdue. I think this was going to be a Friday night game. Uh, I believe it was like the Battle of the Hat or something like that. Uh, that game's not going to be played now due to COVID. And then another game, uh, Michigan and Iowa. Michigan had those COVID issues last week, which forced the cancellation of the game with Ohio State. Well, they're still having issues, and they won't be able to take on Iowa. And then some COVID issues out of the NFL. Adam Schefter just reported that uh, Henry Ruggs, the receiver for the Raiders, he's on COVID reserve, and he won't be available for the game on Thursday night. Yeah, so, you know, the the, the, the hits just keep coming. But it feels like the NFL has kind of has kind of been able to figure out a way to keep you know moving forward in it, and and 
I hope that college basketball can keep moving forward. I, I we we've talked about this multiple times. I mean, I have my I have my doubts when you start talking about playing indoors and in such a mm-hmm. tight area. I, I I don't know, Garrett. I I I, I hope that we can keep, you know, moving forward with the basketball season. But it's uh, – I, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. Now, that, back to what we were discussing earlier with this college football, I, I, there are some games that I'm looking forward to on this schedule. Y- you know, obviously it's championship weekend. But right. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, A&M at, at Tennessee. I think that's going to be you – know, I, I think that's, that's going to be a, a game where A&M really needs to go out and handle business. I think uh, Ole Miss at LSU, after LSU had that turnaround, playing Mac Johnson at quarterback, you know, how how might they look in this, you know, in, in this situation? Stanford, UCLA is always, you know, kind of, a, kind of a rivalry game. And then obviously, you know, we've got, we've got the championship game. So I do think that from a college football perspective, they tend to find a way to keep marching forward here and, and, and hopefully this, championship Saturday we'll be able to see you know see and determine the champions which boy at the beginning of the season Garrett I I, I didn't know that we'd ever get to this point oh no and going back to that you mentioned the LSU as a coach if you see if you have a player literally throw your playoff opportunity down the field 20 yards how do you handle that Ooh, let me tell you something now you took and I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier you talk about a great big M-E and mm-hmm. a little bitty W-E. That's exactly what that felt like. I mean, it felt like a player who, okay, you get frustrated on the football field, and okay, that that could happen from time to time. Right. But to pick up a, a piece of someone else's gear and, 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 and throw it down the field like a wild hippie, I mean, that <laughs> at some point you you, you got you to gotta get after his – you, you know, you got to get after him, and, and it's part of living and learning, and I know they're young men, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, Coach Mullen will talk to him and get, you know, get that young man to say, hey, I want you to know, you know, really what the magnitude of what you've cost us, and, and, and I'm sure it's, you know, it's something that that will stick with him for the rest of his life. I mean, it really will. It's one of those moments that, and even as a parent, and I know you try to, mm-hmm. you've got younger kids, but. I try to talk to my son about this all the time, and that's you know what when you when you do something and you put it out there and it's and especially in a game like that, Google is forever. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> it's never going away. So whether whether it's you making a decision and doing the wrong thing at the wrong time, whether it's you, you know your your grades, how you do, it's forever. And so you have to – you just have to be smarter than that, Garrett. It's something that you have to really – you know, you just have to think about. And before you make any crazy decisions, you have to know that there are consequences yep. that go along with those. I could not agree with you more. All right, Garrett. I know you're – I know it's time. We'll, we'll, we'll break right here. We're going to come back with Kevin Lonquist from – Sikkim Sports, let's talk a little college football recruiting when we come back on game time. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Lady Bears back in action Wednesday afternoon in the Farrell Center hosting Southern. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. 
this season. Join Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Qualified buyers 4,000 down at 3.9% plus TTNL. The dealer for details. Every pre-owned car and truck is priced to move. It's the holiday sales event. Going on now at Richard Car Motors. Unwrap big savings like a 2014 GMC Terrain for only $109 a month. A 2016 Cadillac CTS sedan for only $250 a month. Or a 2018 GMC Sierra SLT Crew Cab for only $29.9. No credit screwed here. 100% financing is always our goal. It's the holiday sales event. Going on now at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give you more. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast, and make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. Just call PP Services when electricity is on your list. Call PP Services, your need is our priority. Call PP Services at 254 292 8908. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The NCAA announced that they are looking to play the entire women's basketball tournament in San Antonio this season. And Kim Mulkey shared some of her concerns following the Lady Bears 91-45 win over Texas Tech last night. How in the world are you going to get enough gyms, enough practice places, and get that much clearance on, you know, COVID testing and sanitation and all the things that have to be done? But I need to do a little bit more research to see, you know, how many places are they talking about? That's, what, 64 teams and well, how many fans will be allowed? But we really can't think about that at this point because, guys, you know as well as I do, when it gets to tournament time and they announce their 64 how many of them will not be able to play in it sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it is game time your all access pass to central texas sports glenn stretch smith garrett ross our main man tom barfield he's he's down for the day and, and a little under the weather we hope we 
get him back soon. Send him our uh, send send him send him Garrett. Send him our wishes. Hope he's uh, hope he's feeling better. But uh, we're right now we're joined by Kevin Lonquist from SikkimSports.com. Kevin, how you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Good to have good to be with you. Hey, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to jump on here with us. Recruiting day tomorrow. What's uh, give us a little uh, thirty-five thousand foot overview of this. Maybe the possibility what Baylor's looking at in this class that uh, they're trying to sign starting tomorrow. Sure, they're going to be signing seventeen. Uh, their class and our rivals' rankings are right at fifty, so basically a little bit better than halfway. Uh, they've made two additions at wide receivers in the last two weeks. They picked up a uh, slot receiver for the departure of Roderick Daniels, a young man by the name of uh, Monterey Baldwin. He's out of Colleen Shoemaker. That was on the first of this month. And then earlier uh, this week on Monday, they got the commitment of Cameron Bonner, a uh, receiver out of Houston St. Thomas. And he basically takes the spot where Hal Presley left off. But I think overall, I think two of the things to look at for this class is that it's very solid at wide receiver obviously jordan jenkins the tremendous running back from lindale who's going to be who's approaching 3,000 yards going into friday night's uh, state championship game uh, against argyle and then you have uh, kyron drones the talented quarterback out of alvin shadow creek uh who's uh who committed to baylor basically about 10 days after he committed it or after he got the offer from them in april so that's your 35,000-foot level, if you will. I think it's a pretty solid class. Obviously, they would like to get a couple more on the defensive defensive line and perhaps on the offensive line, but I think you're probably going to look at perhaps them looking at the JUCO route and in the grad transfer uh, market. You were talking about Jordan Jenkins, Kevin, and you know all year long the, the running game was kind of been an issue for Baylor, but you had the younger guys step up. You had Quaylen Jones, Tay McWilliams that had a lot of success. How does Jordan fit in with that group, and, and what are your ex- expectations for him? Well, I think with Jordan's case is I think it's, it's a matter of how much does Larry Fedora want to use him during the course of the year because I think, you know, and don't forget, too, you're going to have Squirrel coming back next mm-hmm. year, uh, provided that he's back from the knee injury and he'll be good to go for fall camp. But, you know, you've got – so if you're presuming those three and then if Tristan Ebner comes back, but I expect Tristan, if he does, you're looking at him as a slot. But I, I could foresee that. And then, you're, then, I've, then, you, left, then you leave out Jonah White. But I, I, I don't know if Jordan will instantly burst onto the scene. I could see them gradually working him in. But I think we can all agree with this running game that averaged, what, 90 yards a game this year uh, needs to find some consistency – and it really needs to. And, and I'm really, I'm really excited about what Tay can bring to this offense next year. Now, going back to Jordan, I think from his standpoint of just understanding what life is going to be like uh, at the at the P5 level, and he's going to be coming from a small East Texas town. He really needs to get through a full year, in my judgment, of a strength and conditioning program, so that he would be ready for in what I would view as 2022. You know, if they again. But keep in mind, you can play four games and not burn a red shirt uh, if 2021 is a normal year like we typically would expect. With Jaquinta Jackson decommitting earlier from Texas, do you think Baylor tries to make a run at him? Well, I mean, if he does, he's going to have to. He would lose a year of eligibility. That's the problem with when you transfer within the conference, uh, and so I don't know if that would be a, a viable option for him. I mean, he's certainly talented enough, and we saw what he did at Duncanville. I, uh, again, obviously, that's all new, but. That, that's the risk he would take if he wants to transfer within the league. Well, sticking with those two teams, one of, one of the players that Texas was able to flip for Baylor earlier was uh, Byron Murphy. What do you think went into that? 
Well, I think a couple things went into it. I mean, obviously, Baylor's season hurt. Uh, Let's face it. I think that did play a factor here. And the fact that even though Texas was dealing with uncertainty with Tom Herman's future, I think just the fact that they still are Texas and they can – you know, they can sell it regardless of what kind of season they're having. I think they just played in his ear to a certain extent. I, I personally think this is the toughest loss that Baylor had of all the recruiting uh, during the course of the year because when you find a really good defensive lineman like I think Murphy is, it's really hard to replace that. And I think that's where Baylor's going to have to go on to the grad transfer market or just the transfer market itself or into the JUCOs to find somebody like that. I mean, basically, guys, he was going to be the nose tackle for this team uh, for the next four years, and and I was and I was really hurting for Baylor when they lost him. When you look at Amani Watkins, I, I know Baylor was looking at him, and there was talks of uh, he had his top four out there. You had Texas A&M in the mix, Mississippi State. Both of those schools appear to have moved away from him. Do you think that Baylor is another option for him now? I think he, he could be, but I don't think it's tomorrow. I I, I think it's it's I, I don't really know. It's just, I, I get the sense that Baylor's kind of warm and not as warm and fuzzy on, on him as they were at the beginning when they offered him, which was a late offer, but at the same time, they're still in it. And, and I don't know what his situation is. I've talked to several people about his situation, and no one can get a pulse on this with him. And as talented as he is and, of course, as fast as he is, there has to be something different here that's, that's not adding up. Because I know, as you said, the, you know, the Aggies have kind of moved on and the, the, the Mississippi State has moved on. I talked to people at Tech, and they're kind of like, I don't see that. But I, mean, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Watkins doesn't sign tomorrow and has to delay it until February. I know there's a lot of talk right now, obviously, about the transfer portal. And when you look, the astounding number of players who are entering it, what impact do you think the transfer portal is going to have on recruiting? I know it's having an impact now, but especially over these next couple of years. Well, especially with this year, because the NCAA obviously granted uh, you know eligibility-free year for everyone, if you want to call it like that, and it's going to flood the market. But that doesn't necessarily mean that all those guys that are hitting the market, whether it's going to be JUCO or FCS or G5 schools, are automatically going to find a place to play. I mean, they could get lost, if you will, in the ocean and just never hook on somewhere. I mean, that's kind of the pitfall of this, is that guys can leave programs and think that they're going to have a better opportunity somewhere else, but they may. But some of them are going to deal with the reality that the market isn't as flooded for them as they think it is. You know, there's a difference between maybe, and this is hypothetical here, where you have an offensive lineman from Western Kentucky who thinks that he's got a shot somewhere versus perhaps like like Jaquindon Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, who was highly touted coming up. There's different ways of looking at this, and whatever market is out there is going to be different. You know, the one thing I heard about Jaquindon though is that. I don't know if he would actually be tra- if he transfers if he's going to actually go go somewhere as a quarterback. I know some people have thought of him as maybe being a linebacker, but again, I don't. But again, I, that's all up in the air because he just hit the market today. Right. So uh, when, tomorrow, when everything's all said and done, and we look back on this recruiting class for Baylor, who do you think the headliner is going to be? Well, as, as I mentioned, I still think it's going to be. Uh, with Jordan Jenkins and, and Kyron Jones, uh, I think the two. I, I really think the guy that I'm really intrigued about is going to be Jackie Marshall uh, out of Louisiana. He's a linebacker, six three, two hundred thirty pounds. A guy that recruit that uh, you know out of East Saint Bernard. Uh, that I really like him a lot, and he's the kind of guy that I think 
if you want to keep him at 230 or even push him up to maybe 245 in college, like he can be a big linebacker for in the middle. Or if you want to beef him up higher to maybe even 270, 275, then you can put him at defensive end. He's a guy that I like uh, quite a bit. Uh, the other guys that I, that I would like that I think have a chance to do something would be on the offensive line. And that's going to be Ryan Langell at Dallas Jesuit and Connor Heffern in, at, at Georgetown. It, look, the way Baylor's trying to build this offensive line class is that they're trying to find some guys that can fortify the future. They're still kind of going to be, for 2021, looking for maybe some stopgap measure guys mm. to hold them over for another year while they're bringing the likes of, of, of Heffern in and Ryan Langell and even Tate Williams out of Wall. Uh, along to bring them along in the next couple of years. But I think if, if Baylor's football program is going to be really playing at a championship level, which everyone hopes they can get back to, like we saw in 13 and 14, it's going to have to be at the offensive line because the offensive line has been a problem for this program pretty much going back to 2016. So looking ahead right now, who are some of the 2022 and 2023 guys that people should be on the lookout for? Well, I think from a 2022 standpoint, I really like, uh, you know, it, it's really hard. Of course, of course remember, you know, they, they've got the one commit uh, in 2022 mm-hmm. for, for them right now. But I, I think from, from a 2022 standpoint, you can always look for, for quarterbacks. So that, that'll always be the case from them. I, you know, a couple of guys that I like from this would be, uh, from, a, from a wider receiver perspective, I like Evan Stewart. He's a kid out of Frisco. Uh, I, I really like this one running back that they have uh, out of uh, out of Tyler and uh, uh, Jamarian uh, Miller. He's a kid mm-hmm. that I like quite a bit, and I know Baylor has started on him pretty good on them. Uh, Vincent Page, linebacker out of Fort Worth, Nolan, and Curry Thomas the fourth. He's a defensive lineman out of Nolan. Those are two 2022 kids that I think that Baylor has gotten off to a really good start with them. Now, how this all kind of plays out. Over the time, I, I don't know that just yet, but I, I do know that Baylor has done a good job of establishing a footprint with those with those two guys. 2023, it's still a little bit too early for me because you know, that can change so much. These are kids that just are finishing up their sophomore years in high school. Talking with Kevin Lonquist from SikkimSports.com. Kevin, let me ask you a little bit about the coaching staff, uh, kind of uh, specifically Larry Fedora. Identity offensive wise, did, did you do you felt like did you feel like this team this year had an identity? Uh, you know, was Charlie Brewer? Did you ever feel he was comfortable? And 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 then try to roll that into a recruiting aspect of thinking. You know, have they got a quarterback that they feel like can come in here and maybe be that starter to to sit and learn for a year and then you know go with a system that quite frankly I'm not sure I can put my finger on exactly what the identity of what Larry Fedora is wanting to do? Well, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, there's obviously the way they struggled. I think they were just looking to try and find some sort of consistency. The, the two things that were lacking here was, again, a lack of a running game, and they didn't really have a big vertical threat, unless you want to look at R.J. Sneed making some great acrobatic catches um, in a couple of games this year. But I think from a quarterback standpoint, I think we just came to realize that Charlie just wasn't the kind of fit that Larry needs for this offense. And I think, you know, if you bring in a guy like uh, Jacob Zeno, who I, you know, he showed some things in the, you know, wrapping things up against Oklahoma State on Saturday. Uh, but I kind of look more at what Jacob did in the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma 
and then a little bit against about what he did against Georgia. The arm, I mean, the arm strength is there. It it jumps out of his arm quickly, and this is where I think that they want to be a little bit more vertical. I think this offense, I think they felt like with this offense that they probably had to go dink and dunk and try and keep Charlie in the pocket. And then when they realized during the course of the year that they've got to freelance, let Charlie freelance a little bit more, they had to go that way. But again, when you're basically running out of running backs and you can't block for it, I think that's the real difficulty here. I know they want to be balanced. I know they want to spread the field with this team, but it really comes back to, getting the trigger man going there. And I think that's where Jacob Zeno, uh, if he is the presumed starter in 2021, uh, he'll get the sh- first shot to do this. I think what they will probably want to do too, that with drone signing tomorrow is I-, I would not be a bit surprised if they go out on the, on the uh, transfer market, maybe find a, a grad transfer to maybe be the facilitator uh, for that year, because it's that position is going to be pretty young uh, in 2021. Kevin, let me ask you. Yeah, let me ask you this: What do you, what do you guys got on Sikkim, on on SikkimSportsRightNow.com? Tell me a little bit about what you're writing about and what's out there. Sure. Well, we have a weekly stat chart of all the commits, so that update is already there. We're we're getting everyone prepped for uh, for the for signing day on Wednesday, and then we're also kind of talk a little bit about the seniors who obviously had a full year, but you know, there's about 12 of them. And a couple of them have already made decisions about where we think what their future is going to be. Could they come back? Would they be willing to, or, or are they going to come back, or are they not going to come back? And of course, I already had up there about John Lovett saying I don't think he's coming back. And of course, that when I posted that was right about the same time when he announced that he was leaving. So things of that nature. And of course, we'll have a comprehensive report uh, when signing day uh, unfolds on Wednesday. Well, listen, I I know this is a busy time of year. I know you guys are kind of crunching it down and jockeying for all the best information. I appreciate you taking time to jump on with us today. Always a pleasure, guys. You have a great day. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks a lot. You too. There he goes. Kevin Lonquist from SickumSports.com. I tell you, uh, I don't know, Garrett, what do you what do you take away from what Baylor has done so far? Now, they, you know, they, they brought in Austin Thomas, and mm. I, from what I understand, you know, they really want it to have that kind of that feel of, you know, what Les Miles had going on down there at LSU when he was just bringing in class after class after class. And quite frankly, they, you know, they felt like they were out evaluating people. You think that's what they're trying to set up over there and what that's what Coach Aranda's trying to do with Austin Thomas and that staff and getting that feel for what they want to do? I think so. I think this year is definitely a trial run. And, you know, granted, he's coming in. You have no time to – work with your guys, you're dealing with Matt Rule's players. And I think that's why you kind of – when we go back and reflect on the season, you'll look at why Lovett and Ebner didn't have the success. Even Brewer didn't have the success that, you know, everybody was expecting them to have this year because there was just so many changes and identity changes. And I think you're going to look at – the like Jordan Jenkins is a great example. I mean, I think that's a perfect fit for what they're wanting to do over here at Baylor. I think – He's going to uh, go well with Tay McWilliams, with Quaylen Jones. And I think they're going to have a really strong young core of running backs coming up. My only thing is you've got to recruit these these uh, offensive linemen at a high level and get those de- those guys developed because the guys they brought in, they have been good. But for whatever reason, they've also had a lot of grad transfers. you got Giancarlo Valentine and a couple of other guys that just haven't done what I think the expectations were. So I'm interested to see if – 
maybe this season and like a one-time deal while you're still developing those younger guys. He mentioned Connor Heffernan coming in from Georgetown while you're still trying to develop him. If maybe you try to pick up a couple of uh, experienced offensive linemen in the transfer portal and let them work with those younger guys this season. And I, and I think you're right in what you say. I think you're right in your assessment. Here's where I think the difficult part comes in. Everybody's looking at that. Right, you know what exactly, I'm exactly. Everybody in the country is looking for those one or two offensive linemen who got great feet, who got great balance. Guess what? They're in the transfer portal for a reason. Yep. Right, and that's the that that's kind of the, the you know one man's treasures, another man's junk. We 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 we've already heard all the the verbiage that goes along with that. But I'll tell you this, Garrett. I, I think that uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they put together this recruiting class and how they evaluate. Let's shift gears, Garrett. Let's let's talk a little NFL ball. Let's come back and talk some uh, National Football League next on Game Time. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Second and nine. This is going to be tough down here now. Only heard here. Play action by Dalton. Steps up. He's calm. Throws it left side of the end zone. All season. And there's Gallup. Michael Gallup in the end zone for the touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The holiday sales event continues at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. It's the season to upgrade with employee pricing for everyone. Save $10,000 on a 2021 GMC Sierra or $7,000 on a 2021 GMC Terrain. You deserve a great 2021, so kick it off now with a new truck or SUV during the Richard Carr holiday sales event. Get here now or let us bring a test drive to you. At Richard Carr, we give you more. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The NCAA announced that they are looking to play the entire women's basketball tournament in San Antonio this season. And Kim Mulkey shared some of her concerns following the Lady Bears' 91-45 win over Texas Tech last night. How in the world are you going to get enough gyms, enough practice places, and get that much clearance on, you know, COVID testing and sanitation and all the things that have to be done? But I need to do a little bit more research to see, you know, how many places are they talking about? That's, what, 64 teams and well, how many fans will be allowed? But we really can't think about that at this point because, guys, you know as well as I do, when it gets to turn time and they announce their 64 how many of them will not be able to play in it sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas oh it is game time you're all access pass to central texas sports glenn stretch smith garrett ross tom barfield unfortunately tom is uh, feeling a little under the weather we hope he gets to feeling better soon this uh, four o'clock hour sponsored by the good feed store gary ross i'll tell you this uh maybe nobody in the nfl has taken as much uh criticism as mike nolan has taken the defensive coordinator of the dallas cowboys and certainly i have dished out what I feel like is my share and now ian rapaport wants to weigh in on what he feels about uh, what Mike Nolan is has done and the job he's done at the Cowboys. And let's listen to Ian. It's going to work. But the sentiment is is very loud and clear, as you mentioned. Mike McCarthy's not going anywhere. And I, I talked about this on game day morning as well. He's not going to be a one-and-done coach. But that doesn't necessarily mean that all is well for the Cowboys. It does not necessarily mean that all is well for Mike McCarthy's staff. The defense played better on Sunday. Absolutely it did. But for most of the season... It has been an issue, and they've admitted. Stephen Jones has come out and said it. Jerry Jones the same, that the scheme fit on defense is not really something that has worked well with the players they have. And I know the implementation of the defense didn't go great either. I would expect them to take a very strong look at this defensive staff and defensive coordinator Mike Nolan as they look toward 2021 as it relates to possible coaching staff changes. Now, Garrett, when we hear that, and, and and we listen to what, you know, Jerry Jones has said, what right. Stephen Jones has said, that Mike McCarthy is not going to be a one-and-done coach. He's not going to – you know, we're not changing again. I, I, the, the one thing that I keep coming back to, and, and, and this is something that really it, – it sticks with me because I do believe that loyalty goes a long way, and, and, and I'm that way. I, you, you won't find anybody – that's more loyal and stretch. Now, a lot of times, and a lot of people say, "Well, I'm hard to, I'm hard to approach." Mm-hmm. He's not a very approachable guy. He's not a very, you know. I, I guess I don't give that jovial, you know, Kool Aid <laughs> grin. And you know, I'm a big guy, so people sometimes are afraid to kind of come around. But 
you know, once I get to know you and once I know who you are, you, you're, you're on my team and you won't find anybody more loyal than me. I may be able to say something rough about you, but don't let anybody else outside of my group say anything rough about you or I'm going to get after their you-know-what. Now, that's the way I've always felt, and I think that's a football coach's mentality. I think coaches are extremely loyal to guys who've given them opportunities, guys who have said, hey, you know what, maybe the NFL wasn't for you, but I'm going to give you this opportunity to step in and do that. And, Garrett, when you do that and you step up and you give that person an opportunity, I can promise you it's very hard to turn away from that. And that's what I keep going back to. I keep going back to the fact that Mike McCarthy was a position coach in the National Football League. He was the quarterback coach for Ray Rhodes Mm -hmm. when Ray Rhodes was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And then he got his first opportunity to be uh, an offensive coordinator and be able to call the plays and be able to take his career right in the next step. And so the way he got that opportunity was Mike Nolan at the time was the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. And he gave Mike McCarthy that first opportunity to say, I'm going to let you call the offensive plays. Now, speed the clock up, and you see Mike McCarthy, who set out, and he set out and studied film with Jim Haslett. Mm -hmm. Jim Haslett's a defensive guy, and he worked for Jim Haslett in New Orleans. He did not hire Jim Haslett as the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys because he felt like, he had loyalty to Mike Nolan, and he hired Mike Nolan. And I'm going to tell you, when you get faced with that ultimatum of having to say, hey, you know what, if you want to keep your job, you're going to have to fire the guy that gave you you, your first opportunity, I'm telling you, it's going to be very hard for him to do. Oh, no doubt. And I think when you go back and you look at a similar situation to me, that comes to mind is how Les Miles and how his departure from LSU because he wouldn't step away from Cam Cameron. He had that loyalty, and Correct. I think it's just a fine balance of understanding how how do you remain loyal, but how do you not also you know ruin you look, your opportunity? You got you got look, it's a fine look, line. You got to look after your own rear end, and yep. you know what? Let's bring Joe Trahan in. We'll talk to Joe, and Joe and I have argued this multiple times. We'll bring him in in our next segment. We'll ask him those questions, and if you got any other questions, you're certainly able to call us, and we'd love to hear from you on the uh, on the Walk-On's Bistro Sports Talk line at 254-662-1660. But we'll be back with Joe Trahan. We'll talk with him next on Game Time. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram All-Star 1500s. And with new Ram heavy duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the big finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper than Cameron. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is Michael Habern, owner of Waco Jewelers. We have exciting news. Our 75% sales event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. You are personally invited to our 75% off sale event of the year. Come see our diamond earrings, bracelets, necklaces, rings, and our beautiful signature silver selection. Waco Jewelers on the corner of Valley Mills and Sanger. So we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers under the spinning diamond. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Now it's game time. You're all access past the Central Texas Sports. Glenn Stretch Smith, Garrett Ross, and our main man Tom Barfield. He is uh, he's down and not not feeling too good. And hopefully he'll. Uh, 
he'll get to the other side of that and get to feeling better. But uh, let's bring in here Joe Trahan from WFA in Dallas. Joe, how you doing today? Coach, how you doing? What'd you do to Tom, Coach? I think I think Tom got the cooties. He's taking a knee on us, and I'm not. I'm 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 worried about him a little bit. I I think he's. Uh, I think he's about five o'clock in the afternoon. He's in about REM four sleep. Maybe he needs to do that to get a little better. I hope it's not the same thing that happened to old Lamar Jackson yesterday. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Sorry, how, I couldn't how, resist. That was too easy, Coach. How about that? He 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 went in and 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 I've never seen a guy taking. It took it took, must have taken him thirty minutes to take an IV. <laughs> he 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 balked at every notion, Coach, that it was anything else. He tried to say, look, I didn't have to go in there and use the bathroom, nothing like that. <laughs> he said he was getting looked after. I don't know, Coach. I don't know. You think? Let me ask you this. Do you think he was kind of waiting in there for that right moment to kind of jog out and, and, and get the get the vic, you know, grab the, 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 the victory right from the jaws of defeat? I'll tell you what. He picked the right moment. Now, I don't think he was in there waiting. I think he was in there waiting for stuff to settle down, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going to say he had one of those silly straws in there, looking at that great Pedialyte come up the silly straw at him. Joe, Joe, let's get let, let, let's get at this. Cowboys have obviously had a rash of injuries this year. It's it's really been a, and it's not a thing that you want to use from an excuse standpoint. But any chance they get back uh, Wilson or Brown this weekend before they face a, a, a pretty decent Forty ers team? Yeah, I'd be interested to see, Coach, because I, I wonder if they're just going to slow play it. And, you know, we, we've talked before about Team Tank, whether or not you should be on Team Tank. But, I mean, they can do it organically by just slow playing, bringing those guys back. They say that there could be a possibility of uh, Cheeto Ougier coming back from the COVID list because uh, he didn't actually come down with the virus. It was just a close contact situation, so he could be back. Um, so you, you, we'll see who else comes back. But, Coach, I – I don't know if they're in any hurry to get those guys back because they got to figure out who in that secondary can actually play. I mean, that's one of the biggest things they've got to consider going into the next year because I think um, it's going to be close to cleaning house with the whole thing. Um, I think Anthony Brown sticks around, Jordan Lewis, um, possibly. they got to figure out what to do with Cheeto Ougier, so maybe they do want to get him back on the field just to see what he's got. But, I mean, serious decisions have to be made in that secondary moving forward. I think it's one of the most crucial and important position groups heading into the 2021 season. Yeah, and so, you, I mean, obviously Diggs and, 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 and he'll be back. So, in your mind, it's Diggs, Lewis, and, and, and possibly Brown. And, and, and you're, you're thinking is, hey, we need to get the rest of these guys as much playing time as we can get them so that we can evaluate where we're at. Is that kind of what you're, what you're saying? I do think they can and should do that at this point, right? I mean, I, I think we've probably figured out that when it comes to uh, the safety position, that Xavier Woods is not the right answer, right? I think it's time to move. They, they, they've given him every opportunity uh, to show what he could do, and for whatever reason, it just hadn't happened. You know, he was supposed to be this thumper that was going to come in there, and, and, and you know, he's going to give you shots that you would – that you would remember. Unfortunately, what we're remembering are the shots that he hasn't taken or even turned down. Okay. So I think it's time to move on from that. Um, so they got to figure out, you know, where to go from there in terms of, you know, which members of that secondary should and could stick around. I mean, um, you talk about Darian Thompson, Donovan Wilson, 
uh, of those safeties who should stay. We'll see. And, and again, I'm still waiting for Reggie Robinson to, to get on the on the field. But, you know, there has been some talk about him. And, and Coach mentioned, uh, ironically, yesterday, because uh, you and I had this conversation about Reggie Robinson, when would he get on the field? Um, it was made pretty clear that some players just take longer than others to get on the field. In fact, that was Stephen Jones uh, talking about, you know, Reggie Robinson. It just it just takes longer, and, and we'll see if, after it has taken longer for Reggie Robinson, if he could actually have an impact next season. Talking with Joe Traham at WFA-TV in Dallas, you spoke about Stephen Jones. He came, uh, he came out yesterday and talked. Today, Jerry came out and talked. And basically, Jerry, I, I, I kind of like you alluded to, he was just going to, you know, kind of re- reverberate or re-say the same things that Stephen said. I, I, I guess, Joe, I, and it is, it's been hard to get me to understand this, but I really think when the rubber meets the road here, you're going to have that there's going to be some backlash for the possibility of wanting to make a, a change on the defensive side of the ball for Mike McCarthy. And, and, and right now it doesn't look like the Jones family is wavering at all on, on how they feel about the hiring of Mike McCarthy. No, no, they're not. I mean, Jerry said it today. Uh, in fact, I'll give you the quote. How in the hell something like that could get going in a conversation with Steven or anybody else about Mike McCarthy is whether or not he's going to be the coach is ridiculous. So he just called the notion of it ridiculous, that you could even talk about it is ridiculous. Now, I do think that you could talk about some of the members of his staff being gone. And I, we, we've talked about this all too. In fact, you're going to owe me a, a, a lunch at Hard Eight, aren't you, when Mike McCarthy's the – the coach next season? Yeah, bet, yeah, right? I'm gonna know it, and yeah. I'm already saving up right now. I got, I got a couple right. rolls and nickels in here. I, I, I hope you don't, I hope you don't, I hope you don't eat like the Russians are in St. Louis. That day we go, but yeah, it looks like I'm gonna owe you one. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't get all this girth without eating some barbecue, so you better be prepared. But no, the, the point being, he will be here. But will there have to be changes that will have to be made because that defense has been historically bad uh, in terms of point allowed? And rush defense, yes. And, and, and that just means that, hey, Mike Nolan, you're a veteran in this business. You know how it works. Somebody's got to be the scapegoat, and you're up. And let me ask you this. The, the, the secondary coach, Lindquist, he came from A&M, kind of a guy that didn't have a big resume, didn't have a lot of NFL experience. Uh, he, he got Al Harris helping him. Uh, again, a guy that played for – McCarthy, I believe, at Green Bay. He started, he's an A&M Kingsville kid, went to, went to uh, Philadelphia initially and, and then finished at Green Bay. Boy, when you look at the lack of development, and you could point to say, okay, the lack of talent, is, is that a position coach and a position group that you could see also making a change? Well, I just think that whole group is under the microscope, you know, because – while the rush defense has been historically bad, the back end has just been so leaky, and it's just been too easy for opposing quarterbacks, right? So, yeah, I do think, you know, Maurice Linguist being a local guy, he's a Dallas guy, uh, went to Baylor, right? So he's got a lot of local ties here in the States. But, I mean, yeah, I think he's going to be evaluated uh, under that same harsh spotlight that everybody on that defensive side of the ball will be because they've been so bad. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. I, 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 Joe, I got our producer. He's he's glaring a hole through me here. We got a break. Have you got time? Come back with us for one more segment. We need some other. We need some other clarification on 
DFW Sports. You got time to come back with us for one more? If it was anyone else, the answer would be I'm sorry. But it's you, brother. I'm here for you. Whatever you want. That's what I want to hear. My main man, Joe Trahan, will come back. We got a few more questions we want to ask him. Let's jump on break. It's game time. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies this evening, and we'll see patchy areas of drizzle. So use some caution on the roadways. Temperatures, though, will stay above freezing. About 35 degrees will be the low temperature. Tomorrow, a few clouds in the morning, otherwise clearing skies and lots of sunshine in the afternoon. It'll be a cool day, though, a high of 49, and mostly sunny, warmer on Thursday with a high of 59. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. Just call Big Beat Services when electricity is on your list. Call Big Beat Services. Your need is our priority. Call Big Beat Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. That to-do list you have needs one more thing chill it's an easy thing to do just crack open an ice cold coors light and chill take the afternoon off and binge watch anything go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours who's counting anyways or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week whatever you do do it with a coors light mountain cold refreshment made to chill 2020 coors brewing company golden colorado celebrate responsibly some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. So apparently the hot Christmas gift this year is the mirror. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your Christmas gift-giving guide. You may have seen the mirror on TV ads. It's a mirror that you stand in front of and you look at your mildly overweight self get sweaty. Sounds like fun. And it's only $1,499 for a mirror. 
to watch yourself get sweaty. So just for comparison, here are some gifts you can get from Pickup Outfitters for the truck owner in your family that is less than $1,499. A beautiful, sleek, matte black folding hard bed cover, a spray and bed liner, a grill guard, new leather seats, two grill guards, three toolboxes. I know you only need one, but heck, if you're going to spend $1,500, almost everything we have is less than $1,500 at Pickup Outfitters. And you don't even have to sweat because we install it for you. Check out all our specials at creativecommotion.com slash truckfriday. And this Christmas, make the truck owner in your life happy with a gift from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. It is game time. You're all access past the Central Texas Sports. Glenn Stretch Smith, Garrett Ross, our main man, Tom Barfield, is uh, feeling a little under the weather. Hopefully we'll get him back soon and, and we're also joined by Joe Trahan from WFA TV up in up in the Metroplex. Joe, we 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 appreciate you jumping back on with us here for one more segment. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask this when you when you think about or you first look at some of these you know somebody some some guys already have their mock drafts out here. It looks like where the Cowboys are right now, which is a four win team. They pick somewhere around, I don't know, five to eight. Are you reading it that way? Yeah, there's there's this great site called Tankathon that I check out right now. <laughs> you know, the, the Cowboys, are, yeah, it's Team Tank, Coach. It's a team. I just I just hammer it. Um, there's right now, if things stayed the same, they would pick fourth. But you're right; they could slide up any anyway up until about eighth. And as we've said before, man, it needs to be this defensive draft. Where they need to try and figure out, hey, are we going to go fully 4-3? Are we going to go 3-4? Are we going to try and keep this thing hybrid? What are we going to do on the defensive side of the ball? That is is the most pressing question. It's where they got to start. It's where they got to end in terms of preparing for this offseason so that they can get the talent acquisition right. Well, and I I mean, I think you make a good point. I mean, are you a 4-3 team? Are you a 3-4 team? What's the identity? And I – that's a good question. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't think it makes a damn. You could play a Jack Crow 6-1 diamond. You better get some secondary guys. And when I'm looking at this, I, 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 it looks like that where it sits right now, the Cowboys would be the first team. It, it looks like, in, you know, that would be kind of that need would be corner because you've got the other teams that are in front of them have so many other needs. So I, I, I'm kind of yeah, – as much as I hate to say it, I'm on the, you know, Cowboys go out and play hard, but don't win anymore because you know what? You have got to have another corner to go along with Diggs. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, you know, and, and um, Patrick Sertan, the, the second or junior, or whatever you want to call him, he is, uh, you know, he's one of those targets, right? Um, and I'm getting old, Coach. I actually covered his father when his father was in high school. <laughs> back in Louisiana. So, but Patrick Sertan is one of those names that you're going to hear, right? Um, the kid's great. He can go get it. Uh, he's, a, he's a cover guy. He's, got, he's a great skilled guy. And you're right. The, the good thing about wherever the Cowboys land, if they don't slide too far, they could have, you know, first dibs on, on a player like Sertan. The problem is, you know, you and I both remember they got burned by a corner from the Louisiana area. Right, they got burned before taking him in that, you know, top ten area, uh, and, and I don't know if they've recovered from that. You know, 
There was an LSU cornerback. I didn't want to say his name because it was such a bad pick, <laughs> but it, it hurt him, right? And I, I don't know how well they've done since, Coach. To be honest. Well, and, and you're right. I mean, they haven't they haven't done a good job. And I'll tell you what, I've said this before, Joe. Somebody has to be held accountable for the signing of Ha Ha Clinton Dix for allowing Jeff Heath to get out of here. Somebody has to be held accountable for that, and I'm not sure right now who that is but you can't the one thing i'm going to say is you gotta you gotta go in and evaluate and turn the page from those previous mistakes and and what you haven't done in the secondary you gotta go have discernment and go pull the trigger on a guy and and hopefully you know and again i I hate to say draft for need but if there was ever been a time that the cowboys are going to have to draft for need it's going to be this year well, no, I mean, Coach, you can't go in. You make a great point. You can't go in again, and if even if a guy like C.D. Lamb falls, you can't make that pick this year. I mean, you could have made a case for it, and I think I did make a case for them making the C.D. Lamb pick this year, you know, when you thought you had more back there and when you thought you had more on the defensive line than you ended up having. But, you know, when you couple the fact that um, uh, McCoy gets hurt and then they just absolute swing and misses on Don Terry Poe, Everson Griffin, as you mentioned, ha-ha Clinton Dix. I mean, that's that's four big offseason pieces, four of their biggest pieces that they thought could make impact that didn't. So, I mean, you could have made that case for C.D. Lamb. But going into this season, and we talked about this yesterday, the offense is going to be set, Coach. So you're right. I mean, it, I, I call it picking for need, call it whatever you want, but it's, it's got to be a defensive draft. They've got to make that happen. Um, and Jerry Jones has, has, has talked in recent days about, you know, that draft when they were able to get Marcus Spears, DeMarcus Ware, Chris Canty, and Jay Ratliff all in one draft, right? That's the kind of draft that they need to turn this thing around and to quickly become contenders next season. Joe, I want to switch gears on you for a minute and go over to SMU. They had their bowl game, uh, the Frisco Bowl game against UTSA, canceled due to COVID issues. Uh, when you check the Pulse and the Metroplex, what are the, the thoughts on Chamber Shell trying to return next season? You know, um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, I, 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 Shane has done well. I mean, it, it does feel like that SMU team gets to a certain level and then it just kind of <laughs> the valve cuts off mm-hmm. and they play really well. You know, they get out to these hot starts and then at some point, you know, it, it – it stops, but I, I don't. I don't think Shane Bouchelle is the issue. I mean, I, I I like Shane, and I like everything that he brings on and off, you know, the football field. So, you know, in terms of what he's got left, in terms of his eligibility, whatever eligibility he's ha- he has left, I would absolutely use it to the fullest because I think he's part of the solution. I don't think he's part of the problem. They were able to keep a hold of uh, recruiting coordinator Rashad Samples. What does that mean to that program to keep that guy who's got those connections with his dad and uh, all those ties to Duncanville in place to bring in those recruits? Let me tell you something. Now you're asking some serious questions that have absolute meat because um, I know Rashad. I know Coach Samples very well. And there's, there's a pipeline that is being created to SMU that absolutely did not exist before. And this is one of those pipelines that can help them rise in prominence and, and, you know, not in just their conference, but to try and get in that New Year's Day Six Bowl territory. 
if they continue to hammer away at all this talent that's here in the Dallas area and, you know, Coach Samples, uh, Rashad's father, Coach Samples at Duncanville, is the don, especially among the black coaches in uh, in North Texas, mm-hmm. right? He's the guy. He's the touchstone. He's the guy that everybody calls. Coach, what do you think about this? Coach, I'm thinking about making a move here or there. They all call, call Coach Samples. And when you have, you know, that guy as an ally, when you're trying to sign some of these big recruits, uh, I, can't, I, I can't begin to tell you how uh, valuable that is for SMU and that program as they continue to rise to prominence. So uh, keeping Rashad was a big deal. In fact, I tweeted out a few days ago, you know, congratulations to him, but I should have just sent congratulations to SMU because that'll mean big things in the future. And I don't think you can really have to look very far as far as tomorrow when you're eyeing what Savion Bird might do when he's got SMU in the mix along with schools like LSU. No, think about that. Just think about think about what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. We're thinking SEC, big time school, LSU, awful season this year, but the national championship a year before. The fact that you could even, you know, mention them in that same sentence uh, shows a seismic shift in their ability to recruit, you know, kids in our area who got big upside potential. And I, I think it's going to make a difference as as they continue and as Coach Dykes continue c- continues to implement his program there at SMU. Joe, I, I, as always, I appreciate you jumping on with us, brother. You know, I, I, I love you. And, 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 again, thanks for taking time today to get on here and talk a little everything DFW. And thanks again, Joe. Appreciate it. Of course, man. I, you, you know I appreciate being on the show. I will be on at 6 o'clock for those who happen to be commuting right now from your area right over to uh, the Metroplex. Yeah, we'll be on at, at, at 6 o'clock today. But but more than that, Coach, I'm, just, I'm looking forward to that uh, – Man, I think I'm going to go with just a straight chopped beef sandwich when you pay up on that bet. And I well, can't I wait what, to go to Hard Eight. If you do, it, I, the only way I'm going to let you do it is if you eat a pair of them and then go right down for a nap. I ain't buying you just one. It's got to be two. <laughs> hey, man. The, hey, it's happened before. It'll happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Y'all be good. There he goes, Joe Trahan. I, I, Garrett, he can uh, – you know he's got a great he's got a great feel for what's going on up there in the Metroplex, and uh, he 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 does a great job with uh, you know he does he he really does he does a great job of everything with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And what I like about Joe is he's got a great in over there. You know the Cowboys Cowboys like him. They give him that uh, they give him that carte blanche and that ability to kind of come and go. And so that's that, that that's always good when you have those guys on your show. Oh, no doubt. And I love talking to Joe. He's got so much great insight. And I was just curious, man, because there's so much talk around that SMU program. They really have a good thing going. And I know with Charlie Brewer in there in the transfer portal, you kind of wonder if he would be a good fit for a program like SMU who is established. But that also goes into to factor in what Shane Bruchel is going to do. And I wanted to see what the people in the Metroplex were kind of hearing about his future and then Obviously, with Coach Samples bringing him in and those ties to Duncanville, I think that's really huge for um, what SMU is trying to establish right now. Yeah, and you know the fact that they're able to get those guys in school. I mean, right. that tells you, you know, that tells you a lot about what's going on academically at Duncanville and how they're, you know, how the, how those how those young men are going to be able to test, and, you know, make the make the scores. Because I, I tell you what, I don't think SMU gives, you know, I don't think they give a lot of leeway. Right. For, you know, from from an academic standpoint, and being able to get in there, so that's that's something that's also big and, and so big in the recruiting game. You know, I was 
reading an article, Garrett, and, and we'll talk about this here before we go to break, but I was reading an article yesterday, and I think I pointed it out to you about Dennis Dodd and how the, mm-hmm. how, you know, how the landscape of this whole college recruiting theme is changing because, you know, so one of those coaches had kind of a, you know, they always have those little rhymes or little sayings, and it was, hey, we've gone from uh, uh, from from the living room to the Zoom room. <laughs> so it, it, it's interesting to see how guys are recruiting when, you know what, they haven't seen these guys on their campus. They weren't able to go to summer camps this year. They weren't able to put their eyeballs on these kids. And so it really is, I think this is going to be one of those things that we're going to look back years from now and we're going to say, oh, my gosh, how did they miss on that guy? And he went to wherever he went. Right. But, you know, a non-Power 5 school when, in fact, he was a Power 5 player. I think you're going to see a lot of that happen. I think you are, too. And I think where you're going to see it the most is on those players that are out there on the West Coast, those California kids, those kids up in the – I know there's a really talented um, offensive lineman. I've, I've, I've drawn a blank on his name right now out of Seattle, the Seattle area. And uh, – when you see guys like that that have an opportunity that they didn't get to play this season, I think that's an added factor on top of not, of not already being able to see them play in person. Yeah, and and like you said, I mean it it is going to come it's going to come down to that evaluation mm-hmm. eye because you you haven't seen them again. You you know everybody puts a ton of value in measurables, right? And yeah, measurables is a piece of it, but boy, when you haven't seen them. It, it, it's 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 difficult and it's going to make a lot it's going to make for some good hits and it's going to make for some good misses and that that's going to make for some good hits for some <laughs> other people so we'll come back and talk about that later let's take a break here it's game time it's time now for today's baylor sports beat your daily dose of green and gold Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Lady Bear basketball goes to 2-0 in Big 12 conference play, winning in the Farrell Center last night over Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Tim, Chicken, and here's why. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. When it comes to value and great customer service, you can count on us. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. As a customer first award of excellence winner, our customers always receive exceptional service and during the big finish event, you save thousands on every car, truck, and SUV. Plus, most vehicles feature 0% financing. The big finish event. Now at your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. Congratulations to the voice of the Bears, John Morris, on being named the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year. 
Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2020-2021 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under to the first 2,000 memberships. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events, an exclusive Cub Club t-shirt, and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor women's basketball number seven in the nation at home last night in their Big 12 home opener versus Texas Tech. The Lady Bears came out strong, shot 55% for the night, held Texas Tech to 28% from the floor, out-rebounded the Lady Raiders 55-22, and had a 42-4 advantage in bench points in the game. 91-45, Baylor over Tech the final after the game, head coach Kim Mulkey. We've struggled to score the ball a little bit. You know, I don't want to say score necessarily. We just, we, you know, when you miss a few shots from the perimeter, it starts working in your head and you don't look for the shot maybe. And I think the confidence is going to come from just somebody giving us a spark on the perimeter and hitting some shots. I thought that our rebounding was significant tonight. The challenge that I gave uh, to Nalissa Smith, Dee and Moon defensively on those three scoring guards um, they accepted it, and uh, I'm as proud of what they did on the defensive end as I am what they did offensively. Kim Mulkey following last night's 91-45 win over Texas Tech in the Farrell Center that pushes the Lady Bears' record to 4-1 and on the season, now 2-0 and in Big 12 Conference play. Nalissa Smith led the way individually with 21 points and 9 rebounds. For the women, a busy week continues Wednesday at 2 p.m. in the Farrell Center hosting Southern. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Morris Show. We welcome in the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from Indianapolis. Good morning to you. You know, J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I feel like I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved to play the point. And I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. And me right next to you, by the way. But yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Well, you know, you're just, uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. Let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? But they say, what a great job you and David are doing, and I say, I absolutely agree. So, great job. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Me Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Only Fox 44's Mike LaPointe has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is Weather Rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So when you're preparing for your day, trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, Weather Rate Certified, Central Texas Most Accurate Forecast. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update, brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com. The NCAA announced that they are looking to play the entire women's basketball tournament in San Antonio this season, and Kim Mulkey shared some of her concerns following the Lady Bears' 91-45 win over Texas Tech last night. How in the world are you going to get enough gyms, enough practice places, and get that much clearance on, you know, COVID testing and sanitation and all the things that have to be done, but I need to do a little bit more research to see, you know, how many places are they talking about? That's, what, 64 teams and well, how many fans will be allowed? But we really can't think about that at this point because, guys, you know as well as I do, when it gets to turn time and they announce there's 64 how many of them will not be able to play in it sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it is glenn stretch smith and garrett ross we got game time for you garrett we've we've we figured out a way to get through it here i hope our man tom barfield is feeling better Oh, no doubt. I, yeah, you wish him the best, but we were able to hold it down, I think. I think we pulled it down pretty good. And you know what? Earlier today on UNR, uh, Dave Campbell's Greg Tepper, uh, he, he had some interesting takes on some high school football and in in, in some of these matchups. And I think it'd be good to re-air that, uh, Garrett. Let's, let, let's go to it and let's listen to Greg Tepper. Tomorrow, so we wanted to have him on before those games got rolling. Plus, he becomes like the busiest man in the state of Texas when uh, state championship games are going on. So, uh, Greg, before we even get into the conversation about particular games and your thoughts on them, I mean, we're here now. We're here at state championship uh, time, and, and I know this is when you get, uh, you know, bunker down in AT&T Stadium. You get super busy. How excited are, are you about these games that are going to start uh, start going on, on on Wednesday? Yeah, obviously it's pretty exciting. You know what I mean? That that that, that we made it to to the state championships. It's always exciting, but it feels especially uh, like an accomplishment this year, considering you know there uh, there were a lot of times during the during the season and and in the lead up to the season where 
I had real doubts as to whether or not we would be here. We're plain and simple. And I, I think I don't think I'm alone in that. Whether those were vocalized or not, I think is is a different story. But I think that you know there were there were some nervousness as to whether or not this season uh, could happen. But for at at the very least, for the four smallest classifications, four A, three A, two A, and one A, we're going to crown champions. Uh, this week and that's always exciting it feels especially exciting it's a minor miracle in a lot of ways that we were able to make it through a a football season relatively unscathed Uh, you know I I don't think that there's uh, any doubt that that there were some bumps along the way but uh, to get to this point I think is is a huge credit to the coaches a huge credit to the players and a huge credit credit to the the UIL and the administration uh, for, for making this season happen because uh, look, you look around the, the United States, there's places where this is not happening. And, and that's, that's, I think, a credit to everybody involved. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, and one of the biggest questions that we had leading up to this point was, well, what happens if, you know, a state championship game, uh, if one of the teams is affected by COVID-19? Well, we've seen that. And so we've had one postponement already. And the good thing is it's just a postponement. So uh, how much do you think we may see some more of that? And how good is it just to know that it was only a postponement and not a cancellation? Yeah, for sure. For those who don't know, the the 1A Division II state championship game, which is supposed to kick off tomorrow at 11 a.m., uh, pitting Balmeray versus Richland Springs for the six-man state championship, uh, has been postponed. There's a COVID outbreak uh, among the Balmeray team. We're talking about a, a school with an enrollment of 51 kids. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, close quarters. It's really, you know, you can't social. There's plenty of room out there, out there in Reeves County to social distance, but at the same time, you know, everybody's interacting with one another. It's hard to pod people. Uh, and so, look, uh, that game has been postponed. We're now awaiting uh, the, when that game is going to be rescheduled for and where because it is, uh, I would say, very unlikely, unless they wanted to wait all the way until January 16th, uh, it's very unlikely that that game will be played at AT&T Stadium. So that game has been pushed back, uh, at least indefinitely. Uh, there are reports coming out from some folks tuned into the six-man world that that game could be made up as early as next Wednesday. Uh, that could be somewhere, uh, you know, if you were to draw a neutral site between Richland Springs, which is in San Salva County, and, 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 and Reeves County, which is where Balmeray is, you'd end up somewhere San Angelo area, somewhere like that. I would anticipate that game being played sooner as opposed to later, but the UIL was pretty quick to come out and say, look, this game can be played. It can be rescheduled. We just asked that's done by January 16th, which is when the 6A and 5A ranks uh, will finish their season. So, uh, you know, look, it, 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 it's nice that, that the UIL is not saying it's now or never. I think that that flexibility was always going to be a critical component uh, to making this season work. And, and, you know, this was something that we all, I think, kind of feared. But uh, hopefully everybody out there in Balmeray uh, is okay and, and we'll, we'll able, be able to get this game done eventually. Greg, how do you make sense of this uh, Shiner and Post game? Do you have a favorite between these two really, really good teams? I mean, I, I, I lean a little bit towards Shiner, but, but, but let me explain. First of all, this is a game that is not for the faint of heart. This is a, going to be an absolute slugfest. These are two teams that are just going to take sledgehammers to one another because they are two of the most physical teams in the state, you know, post defense has been absolutely remarkable this year. That front seven is really, really menacing. Uh, I mean, I think Crawford saw it last week. What a chore it is just to get two yards 
on this post defense. You know, going up against Shiner, who, yeah, that's their identity, and they came through a very rough and tumble, uh, you know, district, a very rough and tumble region. And, by the way, a rough and tumble uh, a non-district schedule as well, considering, uh, you know, they already have a win over Hallisville, who's playing the 3A Division One state championship, uh, not to mention a win over East Bernard. So this is a team that, that these are two teams that are going to line it up and just run headlong into one another. Uh, this is going to come down to mistakes. But the one thing I will say, um, I, I think that this is going to be a relatively low-scoring affair. One thing I think gives Shiner an edge is that I'm fairly certain they've seen teams like Post before. Post is probably going to have a slight speed advantage, but I don't know if I don't know if Post has been punched in the mouth in the same way that Shiner's going to do uh, Thursday morning. I think that's a, my favorite game of the weekend. I give Shiner a slight edge because of the depth of playmakers they've got, especially in the backfield with Doug Brooks, Dalton Brooks, Dane Rhodes, Tyler Palmer. I give them a slight edge, but this this figures to be one of the one of the best games of the weekend. Do you think Franklin can shorten the game up enough to get over Canadian? <sighs> uh I, I, I have my doubts, I'll say that. Uh, but I think you, you hit the nail on the head as far as what the key for the Lions is. Uh, they have got to go out there and, and sit on that football. I mean, they have got to go out there and take the air out of it. And, and sometimes football is as simple as 3.3. Get 3.3 yards per carry. And, you, yeah, you're going to make your, your, your fans really nervous with a ton of fourth and inches but you'll keep moving the ball down the field. And that's what they've got to do. You know, this is a Franklin team that, that they, they want to keep it on the ground. They, they can throw it, but that is decidedly, in my opinion, the second best thing that they do offensively. Uh, going up against Canadian, and, and the reason you got to keep the ball away from them is that that offense is humming right now. And they have looked really good. The balance they have running the ball with Hayes Huffstetler, uh, an outstanding passing tag led by Josh Colwell, and running the wide receiver Twister Kelton. They're really dangerous. But that defense for Canadians is really good. I mean, they, they shut down gunner last week in a complete way and that was really pretty shocking to see one thing i want fans who are watching the game to watch out for for franklin and they really got a key on it a big part of the canadian attack is these kind of wide receiver quick screens these tunnel screens they have excellent blocking on the outside and so it's not just about you know, getting off of blocks up front with the front seven. It's also about these defensive backs getting off of blocks and making sure that these quick screens out don't, don't pop off for a 40-yard touchdown all of a sudden. So that's a critical component in this one. For Franklin, the lower scoring, the better in this one. Lean on that defense uh, and grind things out. I will say this, you know, it's, it's interesting. Franklin has not. Franklin will be the first slot T team that Canadian has played since 2008. So it's something relatively unfamiliar to them. Is there a schematic advantage there for Franklin? We're going to find out uh, Thursday afternoon. Talking right now with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, talking all things state championship games as uh, it's winding down now in the Texas high school football season. Very excited about that. And uh, one game that I or one team that I consistently ask you about each and every week is always the Mark Panthers. And uh, it was funny that uh, Coach Hoffman uh, hit us both on uh, on Twitter last week after <laughs> after you mentioned the sandbag uh, comment. I thought that that was great. Good. Uh, Good, great, great personality right there from Coach Hoffman to be able to enjoy that like that. But uh, they go on to win like many of us thought they would. Now they have an opportunity at a four-peat on a Wednesday evening uh, versus Windhorse. What are your thoughts on this one, and what kind of challenges do uh, do uh, the, the, the Trojans present? Yeah, so Windhorse is an interesting squad. This is a team that I think we didn't think was going to be here. We, we thought they were going to be pretty good. Uh, in fact, Matt Stepp picked them to come out of their region. But, uh, but I think that, that Hamlin was probably the favorite to come out of Region 2. And then I also thought they were probably 
underdogs against Wellington in the state in the state semifinal. Well, they go out there and they win a seven to nothing game. And the way that they scored, I'm not sure if you saw this, but they ran the hidden man play. They ran the, I'm going to run off the field. Oh, don't pay any attention to me. And then he stands on the sideline. They throw it over to him, and he's wide open, runs for a 40-yard touchdown. That's how, that was the only score of the game. Uh, and, and, look, this is a Winthorpe defense that has been playing fantastic football all year long. Uh, needless to say, what they did in the semifinals against a, a pretty high-powered Wellington attack is awfully impressive. Uh, that, that's, uh, that, it's very impressive that, that Coach Chris Hackett's squad is here. Uh, they ain't seen speed like they're going to see against Mart, and that's the big thing. I mean, and, and that's to say nobody has. I mean, for Mart, Mart is the fastest team in 2A Division Two by a pretty healthy margin. Uh, and, in fact, I would say that maybe the team that's the second fastest was that Tenahaw team that gave them uh, those basically the, they ran away from in the regional final. Um, this is going to be a huge challenge for Winthorpe to mitigate that team speed. The other thing about this, this is a Winthorpe offense. They have a couple of cousins. Cy Belcher's the quarterback. Ethan Belcher, the running back. Uh, those are the two bell cows for the team. But this is not a high-scoring team. This is not a super dynamic offense. This is a team that, that needs to keep this game in the 20s. That's Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football talking earlier with UNR about the Texas high school football playoffs. And you know what, Garrett? He's, he's, he's as good as anybody when it comes to having uh, his finger on the pulse of what's going on with these Texas high school football playoffs. Oh, no doubt. He knows just about every team out there, every player, and he's always a great source to have. And, you know, it's a great weekly segment that they have on UNR. They have many of them, but uh, that is definitely one if you are a high school football fanatic. Yeah, hey, you got you, you, Hey, big games tomorrow. We 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 got a heck of a slate of games coming up here. Texas high school football playoffs doesn't get any better than that. Let's come back and wrap this thing up. It's game time. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Lone Star 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the big finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update, brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com. The NCAA announced that they are looking to play the entire women's basketball tournament in San Antonio this season. And Kim Mulkey shared some of her concerns following the Lady Bears' 91-45 win over Texas Tech last night. How in the world are you going to get enough gyms, enough practice places, and get that much clearance on, you know, COVID testing and sanitation and all the things that have to be done? But I need to do a little bit more research to see, you know, how many places are they talking about? That's, what, 64 teams and well, how many fans will be allowed? But we really can't think about that at this point because, guys, you know as well as I do, when it gets to tournament time and they announce there's 64 how many of them will not be able to play in it sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it is game time your all-access pass to central texas sports glenn stretch smith garrett ross and our main man tom barfield we'll send him best wishes hope he gets to feeling better tomorrow we got Lady Bears basketball. They're going to be playing Southern at 2 o'clock. We've got a 1.30 pregame show with Maggie Davis-Danette and Bruce Geetson. Game time tip-off will be 2 o'clock. And then, Garrett, you and I will be back on here about 4.30 tomorrow. We'll mm -hmm. be talking all things Central Texas sports. Tell me your takeaway from today. I think my takeaway is keep an eye on the, the recruiting tomorrow. I'm interested to see if Baylor can – you know, still a player or, or what they're going to be able to do. But that's my takeaway is be ready because tomorrow's going to be wild when it comes to recruiting. Well, I think so too. I think you're going to have some of these people that are some of these kids kind of at the last minute maybe decide, you know what, I'm going to wait till the regular signing day. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to rethink where I'm at here, rethink my decision. Mm -hmm. Some will obviously say, Hey, you know what? Feel thankful. You've got a scholarship today. You better jump up and sign it while you got one. So I think it's been, a, you know what, it'll be a, it'll be interesting tomorrow. I think we'll have a lot on the recruiting. Uh, we'll talk about a lot of what's going on, kind of ranking these recruiting classes. We'll look into uh, maybe, maybe what's going to happen, uh, you know, come the real signing day in February, Garrett. I look forward to that. As for tonight, it's, it's been a great time, Garrett. Thanks for doing what you do. And uh, we'll be with you tomorrow at 430. It's been game time. You're all access past the Central Texas Sports.